Oh man, this is a this is like a Harry Potter returning to uh, <laughs> the return to Hogwarts. <laughs> back in Hogwarts, man. People chanting our names. Oh shit! Got my nigga Neville in this bitch. Draco with his terrible hairline. Yeah, man. We here. <laughs> oh, we here, man. bro. My, my, me and my son James Albus. <laughs> man, that that nigga said, "I am not coming back for anything less than the bag of bags." Um, of course. And why I, would you? I ain't mad at him, bro. I just need a cameo on that bitch somewhere. I don't care if I'm crackhead on the street, too. Please put me in there. No, I now need that too. <laughs> Thousand percent. Yeah, brother, we back, man. What's up? Yeah, man. It's uh, it's good to be back, man. You know, it's uh, we about to get into you know all the jokes and jokes and jokes and shit. But it's been um, it's been a wild few months for the kid, man. Um, in case you ain't know, because it has been a long time. This is Beware the L's. This goes by a little pie by the name of Beware the L's. And uh, me, it's your boy, Uptown Ace Boogie. You know what I'm saying? Uh, my brother, my partner, my compadre, my road dog on the other side of interwebs. My homie Wes, ain't that Wes from the Dirty D? What's good, boy? Yes, sir. It's back, man. Uh, y'all ain't heard us in uh in a couple months, but you know what I'm saying? I was just telling Austin before we got on. Like, TV shows don't run all year. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, we man. Some seasons, and uh, we had a nice little seasonal break. A lot of life happened. Good a lot of life. Uh, we are back here. <laughs> yes, indeed. To penetrate you, uh, ear- audially. Audially. It's audially. Yeah, I need to look <laughs> that up. <laughs> yeah, no, no, eerily sounds like it's some Nosferatu dick or something. We don't, <laughs> we don't hey, like that. Hey, <laughs> that, that, that black and white, <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. Uh, but yeah, bro, it's, um, I'm just, to be honest, man, like I said, before we get into all the jokes and shit, I'm happy to be back, nigga. I'm happy to be here. Like, you know, not to be on no, like, you know, morbid shit, but it's been a wild, wild few months for me particularly, man, um, on a physical, mental, emotional level, had a lot of life happen, a lot of unexpected changes, a lot of health issues too, um, you know, a lot of things changed really quickly, man, you know, we lost one of our close homies, man, um, you know, Phil, my nigga, Yep, R.I.P. Bro, self, man. one time um, for Phil, man. If you if you knew if you knew Phil, you knew what a what a light he was, man. And it's tough tough losing him, man. But I'm glad we got to our time we spent with him and everything, man. It was a uh, it was beautiful, man. Glad to know Phil, man. And um, it's you know stuff like that obviously like really really puts life in perspective, you know. And um, the break, you know, everything kind of contributed to that. Um, and again, just a lot of times mentally, emotionally, me personally, I just, I was not here, you know, I was not in a place to be able to come here and record this fine podcast. But as we always advocate, man, you know, your mentals, your mentals and your chickens. Um, I had to take some time to get my mentals right, but, um, I'm here, man, you know, we on the up and up, you know, we on the right side of the struggles and we gonna come out here, man. And we're gonna keep laying that podcast pipe. You feel me? Um, and we're going to do everything specifically, man. Um, we're going to do everything in our power to honor ourselves, live our best lives, and live in the spirit of our homie Phil. And, again, if you knew him, that nigga went big all the time. That was it. That was the only speed that nigga knew was Keanu Reeves. That was it. Nothing else. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, it's it's it would be impossible. You know, we would be remiss if we went – anything less than crazy um you know while we out here um living in the memory of our good homie so 
with that being said it was time to get back in the booth um it was time to do a little special some a little special for y'all so after three four whoever knows how many months the boys the wayne wonder twins is back wearing a motherfucking four or five and what a perfect night to do it because in one hour and 43 minutes our lord and savior navadius wilburn is back too um today is not uh thursday it's not see what i mean life shit uh, you feel you. me um, Actually, when future drops, especially after being so long, it, it's understandable damn, to get a little, little confused. Holy shit! Holy shit! No, I thought it was Thursday. Goddamn. Uh, well, I guess that's what happens when um <laughs> the beans get to you. Uh, oh boy! Um, <laughs> <Booted> and zooted. <laughs> um and shit, and and you on your way to the Smokers Club Festival? You know what I'm saying? Coming up real soon. Very excited about that. Um, gotta go show love oh, to. Yeah. All the OG tokers out there, you feel me? Oh, yeah. uh, big whale, you feel me? Kick it with a with burner. No, and, burner, uh, burner is 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 way too high on the byline. By the way, <laughs> that nigga's like above like Wale and Ferg and, and Two James. Um, I don't like that, but that means I'm gonna get a lot of Spitter. I'm gonna get a lot of Larry mm-hmm. June, a lot of Dom Kennedy, a lot of Cuddy. I could live without Cardi, but um, Asher Roth. You feel me? Back from the dead. Uh, the one and all. <laughs> Nigga, Gordon, Gordon Gear check with a microphone. Um, <laughs> uh, Cray Shine and Rico Nasty and all these other great acts. So it's going to be a good time, man. Uh, you know, I'm going I'm to go out there and to L.A. and try not to set trip. I promise I won't set trip. Listen, man, that, that, that's on you. <laughs> um the podcast is back now it's gonna keep flowing either way <laughs> but um yeah no nah, that that's that looked like fun i i, I uh was debating on, on making that move too but i i just decided not to but that great lineup i'm sure you're gonna have a blast yeah i'm talking about um, yeah man yeah man i saw i saw a little festival coming up that i might have to slide down through in dc and uh, a little pharrell joint but um oh it's what, 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 what's going on here who there I'll, uh, who there i'll link you bruv okay. um it's just a nice little decent lineup. Okay, wait, wait. So Pharrell's gonna be there. That means yeah. that bad man gonna be there. That bad man with the number one album in America, push a T. Oh. It's almost dry, nigga. Are we we starting off with uh with <laughs> we sold 75, uh, 75 whole records? Fifty seven. Fifty seven. Okay, you actually you got a dyslexic. One hundred fifty seven. No, one hundred fifty. Is that what you said? Hey man, Dude, listen. Surely, this he, is uh, this is 1815. Yeah, when, uh, a thousand <laughs> records was nationwide. They didn't even have a thousand records in the general store back then. Oh man, this nigga um, doing Alexander, Alexander Graham Bell numbers. Uh, but yeah, yes, yes, he did the same number that Drake would do in between 12 and 12.59 a.m. his first week. <laughs> <laughs> but a well-deserved number one for King Push, man. Um, that's that's super fire, man. And happy for my nigga. His, for it to be his first one, that's a, a little shocking. But I guess it makes, yeah. it makes some sense, but, but good for him. Yeah, and I, I mean, most importantly off the album, we got a fire verse from Malice. Malice rose from the dead for that shit. 
Um, I know you ain't. I'm sure you ain't listened to it, but he ain't pushed the fuck up on that song. You, know, you, you have to tell me about it, cause uh, <laughs> on, in my hood on Six Block, we don't listen to the. <laughs> we, we don't fuck with Pusha T. Uh, understandably, uh, we, we'll see. We don't fuck with Pusha T. We don't fuck with Fake Dirk either. <laughs> Did you see that listen, shit? Listen, 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 listen. That's one thing that's been pissing me off. <laughs> Him Preach, and uh, are you are you wearing Fake Drake too? Yes, of course. All right. So you as a grown man, mm-hmm. you who pay your bills, uh, I can assume have a, have a car payment, have a mm-hmm. rent of some sort, life insurance. You decided to, to make money and to to provide for your family and loved ones. You want to pretend. I'm going to get a dirty old weave, a smirk weave. Day. You're going go to yeah. you're gonna go to your, you're going to go to your, your salon mm-hmm. and get some blonde yaki. <laughs> Have it put in your hair, mm-hmm. and you're gonna pretend to be another nigga, yeah. or you're gonna go to www.ovo.com, <laughs> order one hoodie by all the nocta you can find. <laughs> yeah, you man. Your, a computer bot to get all your uh, nocta, and then go to go to Puerto Rican or go to the Dominican uh, <laughs> barber shop, get you a nice little cut, and you can pretend to be Aubrey himself. And and see, the thing is, I feel like that shit spits in the face of like real celebrity impersonators. You know what I'm saying? Like niggas is like Michael Jackson impersonators and shit. Them niggas put their lives into it. These motherfuckers, you know what I'm saying? Throw on on a a bright, puffy uh, yellow coat and go hang out at Lenox Mall for a while until enough niggas notice them. You know what I'm right. saying? Like, like, like I, the Mike Jackson person is there on the streets. They're performing songs. Yeah. They're dancing. They're trying to be like Mike. These <laughs> niggas are just walking through malls, yep. popping up at letouts, uh, taking <laughs> pictures. I just seen a picture. They they did the fucking weird little collab together. Both yeah. of them. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. They did some shit with um with six nine or some shit too. Uh, oh, I I I I didn't have the, the mental bandwidth. To, yeah, that, that, that was going on. That, that was a whole thing. Um, but between that and all the Meg Tory shit and the uh, DJ Academics, um, not giving his wife, I'm not DJ Academics, DJ Envy not giving his wife orgasms. I can't, you know what I'm saying? It's only so much, so much bandwidth the niggas got for fuck shit. Um, yeah. so yeah, but uh, yeah, man, that's that's one of the not great things that has uh popped up in the last few months that, since we've been off. There's been a lot of not great things that have popped up since uh the last time we were on air. We got a whole war popping, um, an entire war, whole thing. Um, that's oh, now yeah. been how long has it been going on? Like two, two uh, months now. Wait, sometime. Uh, yeah, I want to say maybe February. Um. Ish. You know, like obviously senseless, like senseless violence. You know, Russia got bored, you feel me, and decided they wanted to re annex countries. I think that shit's wild. Like, you know, I know we be talking about like dictators and shit and all that shit all the time, but like, I think it's wild to just lose some land and like, or like lose a part of your country and then decide 100 years later, mm, yeah, run that shit back. You know what I'm saying? And go to whole ass war for it. Well, when you, uh, are one of the world's superpowers, and 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 the country that that uh, you lost land to isn't. It makes sense that you say, you know what? I'll, maybe I won't boss. I may want I want flex a little bit mm-hmm. on these uh on these less fortunate folks just because I want my way. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not natural mm-hmm. progression to think for 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 the man for the bro Putin, but uh, 
He's a real dickhead for this shit, man. Yeah, wild dickhead. dickhead. It's um, I you know, cause it's um, it, a lot of violations of I, I guess what's called the 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 modern conventions of war. I think a lot of people assume that you know we moved out of this stage of like you know wild warfare and like raping and pillaging and shit, but that's still very much a thing. Um, the Geneva Convention straight out the fucking window. They don't care. Um. And it's, you know, bombing civilians and all that other shit, which which is fucked up, you know, because I, I you would think again, I guess any anything is fair in war technically. But you would think that they'd be like, oh, yeah, let's attack the government buildings. You know what I'm saying? Let's attack, you know, like infrastructure. Let's do blah, blah, blah. And just like, hey, let's blow up this apartment building. You know what I'm saying? Well, it, like it's 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 wild. It's, it's so it's hard to wrap cool. your head around in 2022. And it's wild too. Like it's like it's not it's not even like this war. Like like we both are beefing. Like we both have an issue. We both got trying to get our issue off. It's like yo, you feel this type of way, and we're like chill, chill out. And then you're gonna go ahead and, and provoke, and you're you're the aggressor completely. And it's even to the point where earlier on, like when in, in, when this was starting, there were a lot of reports saying like the, the vast amount of Russian people were against this war. Hella, um, yeah. So it, it's it's just super weird to see, and it's uh kind of disheartening that if we uh like if america kind of helps out this is going to essentially turn into to world war three and we got world war, people war. choosing sides and yeah nuclear weapons will probably get used so it, it's it's it, tough yeah. to see this kind of ending yeah yeah that's that's what i was just about to say i don't there's not really an end in sight because you know as i mentioned in our group chat a while ago you know it's okay couple things happen either you know putin gets his way Russia takes over Ukraine, and if they take over Ukraine, why stop there? You know what I'm saying? Why, why stop before you didn't re-annex the entire Soviet Union? You know what I'm saying? The old school Soviet Union. Or if Ukraine does manage to fight them off, you think Putin just about to go sit down and take his L <laughs> here on Beware the L's? It's not happening. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And that's when shit get wild. That's when nukes start getting fired off. So, you know, for, for anyone who's disconnected from this or is like, oh, that's on the other side of the ocean or, oh, this don't concern us, be very concerned, man, because this really ain't no end in sight to even if this this smaller conflict ends sometime in the next, you know, few months, it's going to something bigger is coming after that. So, um, yeah, man, it's, uh, yeah, man. It's, it's, t- it's a tough situation, especially so it would definitely... Uh... Want to send our prayer, thoughts and prayers, um, good vibes and everything to the people of Ukraine. You know what I'm saying? We're, we're, we're going through it. Um, with yeah, themselves. Yes, yeah, so all they need is good vibes right now. Hey, man. <laughs> you know light, light, light a dube. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, um, do, a, do, do, do a quick little dose of fentanyl. You'll be all right. Yeah, man. It's it's uh, No, it's just it's tragic. You know, so, again, so many civilians killed, so many people have fled and then you know it creates all other you know all types of other socio-political issues and you know the treatment of refugees you know the treatment of european refugees versus you know african or middle eastern refugees that's a big problem um and a big debate going on um you know all types of issues over what type of aid should be provided especially by us here in the united states you know a lot of people most people want the united states to stay out of it because we always sticking our nose in business that doesn't belong to us. But also, if you top two in the world, you get what I'm saying? You can't just sit there and let it happen and not say nothing and not do nothing. So you either got to send aid or you got to hop in directly. You get what I'm saying? And obviously, we don't want the latter. So 
for as much as it sucks that we have all this shit that's fucked up here in America that we need to fix and money that needs to be allocated in certain places, inflation through the motherfucking roof, I'd give Ukraine $10 trillion before I want our military to actually go get involved in that. You feel me? So That's a fact now. Yeah. So it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's an unfortunate, very unfortunate situation, but... Um, you know, as Wes said, continue thoughts and prayers um, for the people of Ukraine. And uh, we will uh, be coming with some updated links on the revamped uh, Beware the L's Twitter account. Because why? If Big E running Twitter, then we got to get back in our bag. <laughs> Censorship out the, out the motherfucking window. Uh, yeah, this is this is crazy. Like, I, like out of all the like i guess random news stories that don't really have you know like war type significance i think this is the the wildest shit that's happened in quite some time because not only how quickly it came together um but also two the fact that musk don't have the capital like a lot of his money is not liquid and they're just like yeah nigga we'll let you buy twitter on on an iou go ahead run us that 43 billion dollars you know whenever it comes in uh, when you get that next check in two weeks, which is crazy because, again, people out here every day can't afford to live, pay rent, buy food. But we got this billionaire who already has more money than anybody who could ever want. And they're literally letting him buy Twitter on a promise, on a promissory note. You get what I'm saying? Like, it's insane. And now the fact that Twitter, everybody's favorite social media platform, our favorite social media platform, is probably going to be looking a lot different. And not for the better. Oh no, you you ain't heard, brother. I was reading uh, Reuters. Reuters. You know, <laughs> shout out to Reuters. Shout out to my dogs over there doing the uh, doing their thing with the big mm-hmm. words. Um, they just, uh, put out an article saying that it's it's becoming increasingly unlikely really? that Big E pulls the trigger on his Twitter purchase. Really? Um, yeah, they're saying he's he's a broke boy. Um, he's a uh, he's flash he's fronting for the gram he didn't, he didn't, he didn't stay low and build <laughs> there was saying, um something that uh it was something tied into like the the tesla prices were uh the stock prices were kind of like dropping in, in anticipation yeah. of him buying twitter yeah um, which kind of fucks his money up yeah legitimately can't re-up um so we don't know i don't i don't know what word it seems to but uh it, twitter would be a better pl- well, twitter's twitter's hell but Twitter yes. will be in better hell without Elon Musk at the, at the yeah. helm. Yeah, um, you know, we may not get uh, such classic tweets as <laughs> you ever been out <laughs> to a birthday party and the birthday girl stinks. <laughs> um, we may not oh, get anything yeah. like that no more, which oh, is man. a wild tweet. Uh, well, wild. Well, wow. Well, yeah, that, well, one that, that is, that's, one of them, that's one of them ones. Um, <laughs> but I, I don't know. With, with Musk at the helm, we might get some some fire. Yeah, see when, when uh when, when there, we talk about him going back to like the old Twitter. Yeah, there's a such thing as too much fire though. Um and I you know with Musk at the helm, we've talked about it, man. It's it's you know, Twitter has become a place where no, it's not the fun lawlessness of twenty twelve Twitter with trending topics and subtweets as far as the eye can see. We ain't got that no more. Um, uh, but we do have, you know, still Still a lot of jokes, still a lot of good content. Um, sometimes a little bit of discourse, a little bit, but it, it's more about not we. I we don't want Twitter to be some unmoderated, 
you know, just beacon of hate and misinformation. Because as yeah. we talked about, the age of misinformation is in full ass swing. Um, it is, we are rounding into the all-star break of the age of misinformation. And niggas is down bad. You know, with everything that has happened since Trump took office, since January 6th and everything, it's like, man, the last thing we need is another space where misinformation can be spread with absolutely no consequence, no disclaimers, no asterisks, no nothing. Because somebody sees some shit that got 100,000 retweets, they're going to take it as a fact. Why? Because tweets are greater than facts. Yeah, it's um, the downside, the potential downside is uh, unimaginable. Um, based on kind of like you were saying, the, the situation that we are in now with kind of people running and reposting and not doing the proper research or uh, identification needed to figure out what's true and what's not true. Um, mm-hmm. But equal parts misinformation lies, uh, hateful speech, mm-hmm. half fire tweets. I don't know, man. I don't know. It's, I, it's do, t- I, I do missing fire tweets, man. I like, like Trilly tough. said. A good tweet, man, listen, things change. Things change in life. You know what I'm saying? Niggas go through phases. You lose shit. You lose, you know, relationships. You lose money. You lose jobs. But a fire tweet is forever. That bitch is mm-hmm. forever. Nigga, I, I just reposted in the chat. The, <laughs> the tailor came out holding the widest pair of jeans I've ever seen. I looked him dead in his eye, and I said, wider. <laughs> man. I- <laughs> I'm telling you, tweets. <laughs> I, I, I know, I know more classic tweets, and I know uh, family members of my family reunion. Yeah, um, yeah. I can't tell you. I can't tell you about my my great uncle's uh, cousin, but I can sure tell you about why JFK sleeping with all that ass next to him. <laughs> oh man! Uh, so you know, it's um, I don't know. You know, social media is in such a weird spot right now because I feel like we're on the verge of like another transcendent app coming that kind of pushes us into web 3.0 bro uh but it's like we still don't quite know exactly what it's gonna be we just kind of know it's on the horizon so when you look at these these old guard platforms you get what i'm saying the twitters the instagrams and what you know and whatnot it's they're probably going to be some changes and some transformations you know for them to remain relevant especially twitter now is looking at how long almost 15 years of of running and you know 10 to 12 years of being the best in the league <laughs> you know what i'm saying like how much how much uh mvp level does twitter have left you know what i'm saying so yeah. it's you, it's you can see the changes like like now that they're, they're, they're putting new changes uh every damn near every few months coming to oh twitter. yeah uh super followers and uh nft bullshit and spaces and like you said too many icons at the bottom <laughs> of the app so go back to echo phone i swear to god <laughs> i just got off echo. i just got off echo phone too so um kind of interesting to see how you know how that will play out whether or not elon ends up actually buying it um you know, kind of interested to see, like, again, what, what the next generation of social media looks like, because we've kind of been in a space for a long time where we've been, it's just been kind of, you know, a very basic or very formulaic transmission of information or or data or pictures. You know what I'm saying? It's just like, all right, post, comment. You know what I'm saying? Or speak, comment. Or, you you know what I'm saying? Write, comment. Mm-hmm. It's what's what's going to be 
the next evolution of that um because also we are getting too old to be following new platforms so and i would prefer to stick with the ones that i've got um oh for sure i think twitter i honestly think i think twitter is going to be here pretty much forever based on kind of the the popularity that it's had throughout its time especially when it's like the on top and especially as it has now you i don't i don't have a tiktok but i see all the tiktoks i need on twitter um and so many people are already using it Mm-hmm. It's hard to kind of migrate. Like Facebook is still popping to to, to, to like the generation before. It, it, like, Facebook is popping. I thought that shit was yeah. dead years ago. Yeah. I check my Facebook like once every couple months, but it's motherfuckers mm-hmm. who are like fifty years old on that motherfucker every Heavy. day. Heavy. Fe- Facebook got all types of features that I will never know about because I don't use it. Right. Um, you know so you're like the big boy. It's going to be hard for like the, yeah. the, the big boy. So I think Twitter is going to be here and like number one for, for quite some time. I hope so. Bring back, uh, form spring. <laughs> Shout out to form spring. Uh, I hope so, man. Because once again, you know, where will we get our daily dose of Trilly from? You know what I'm saying? Uh, HPJ Art is still somewhere in Twitter hell. R.I.P. to oh. him. I pray I um, get my dog back every morning. I had a, uh, I was on my, where was I at? I was on my time hop randomly the other day, mm-hmm. and I had like it was like three or four tweets that I had replied to him, and I couldn't see him because his, <laughs> his page is suspended, man. And that boy has some heat. Yeah, he did. He did. Uh, free free HPJ. <laughs> yeah, but um, you know, so you know, Twitter again, kind of one of those old guard um social media platforms who it basically has to evolve or die. Um, and speaking of old guards, your boy, Jimmy Harden, um, mm, he ain't been looking too good lately. Listen, man, everybody, mm-hmm. every, every dog has his day. That was in a Scarface, a classic seminal movie. Mm-hmm. Yes, indeed. And this nigga, and this nigga Jimmy's having his day. Um, he's getting old, man. He's, he's, uh, all of the yeah. wear and tear of, uh, carrying teams, uh, carrying yeah. satchels of money to the strip club. It's, it's wearing, it's wearing on my dog. True. Um, you know, I've never been particularly been a huge fan of Harden. I've always thought that he, to be completely honest, to throw out one of them Skip Bayless intangibles, oh, all the talent God. in the world, uh, but lacks, really lacks the heart to be a champion. Uh, that's one thing he ain't got. <laughs> um, he could have all the talent in the world, but you know that. That killer instinct, that heart, it, 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 it's kind of always held him back a little bit. Now, not to say that he's always been on the best teams with the best coaches, because that definitely ain't the truth. Um, mm-hmm. That nigga's had about three misses in a row, coach-wise. But mm-hmm. at the same time, it's kind of getting to a point where it's, it's, it is do or die for Harden. His body is breaking down. He's logged a lot of minutes and had, you know, one of the highest usage rates in NBA history um, throughout that time. So... You know, but is I think for me, man, I'm I think I'm ready to hand it over to these young niggas. However, uh, you know, thin haired or uh, you know, spicy and 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 light of voiced as they may be, um, mm-hmm. it's their time, man. You know, like KD, you know, always gonna have love and respect for KD's game. One of the most talented players of all time, probably you know, top ten player of all time, but. Go hang it up, man. I'm not hanging it up, but like I'm, I'm God, ready damn. for I'm, <laughs> not, not not all that, but like I'm ready for for it to be Jaws League. I'm ready for it to be Lucas League. I'm ready for it to be Cat Embiid's League. 
Yan- well, Giannis is going to be number one for a long time. But if you know it's ever Carl Anthony Towns' league, I am switching my <laughs> league pass on. I'm never watching basketball again. I swear to God. And, and, and Donovan Mitchell's league, too? Oh, oh I, throw, I, throw up, I throw up every morning. Bro, I seen some wild stat about uh, Donovan Mitchell that was saying, like, his opponents are shooting, like, 15% higher against him than the other Utah guards in the playoffs. I was like, sheesh, man. because yeah. he's, he's, he's literally the best, worst good nigga in the league. Yeah, yeah. No, that's facts, man. Um, I, I have always liked Donovan Mitchell, but there's always been that barrier for me ever being like, yeah, I'll fuck with him. And it's Utah, man. I'm sorry. I ain't to move that fucking team, bro. I, I, I mean, it's really it's really him, but uh, <laughs> and Gobert, Gobert too. I salute to my dog Rudy. Um, to s- salute to who? My dog Rudy. I think I know. I think I know who you're hitting on on on, on the grand Rudy. I, I know what's up. So salute. Here, <laughs> here, a little bit more of my respect after after a comment creeping and sneaking around. But hey, um, no, no it's, uh, you know, I he he gained a notch on my belt that puts him on notch one. Yeah, I, I was you like, know? wait a minute, wait a minute. Like, I know this ain't they, they ain't that guy, but um, <laughs> yeah, this is a uh, this is an interesting time in the league. This is a uh, uh, almost I said not quite the change in the guard, but the, the young guys. This is a great time for young guys in the league coming up. Mm-hmm. Um, outside of your, your cats and your Donovan Mitchells, I can't believe <laughs> you even said their names. But um, yeah, the old the, the kind of guard the guard that we kind of came up with. Guys who are a little bit older than us, they're starting to—I mm-hmm. was gonna say die out, but not die out—but they're starting to <laughs> kind of age out yeah. of, of prominent leadership roles. And uh, it's gonna be a Bones Highland League. Salutes to hometown. Shout uh, out Bones. Just uh, yeah. soon. Yeah, man. It's um, I, you know, it, it's been a very interesting playoffs. You know, because of that. Um, you know, I was—I remember saying on Twitter, I was like, "This is gonna be one of the most interesting playoffs in a long time." And a couple people was like, "Oh, you know, all these series gonna be ass." you know, with the exception of this and that. And I was like, mm, I don't know. Keep watching. And, yeah, the injuries have played a difference, but it's really kind of seeing this clash between, you know, who's ready to ascend and who's still trying to hold on to their spot. And you got, obviously, you know, people like Jimmy Butler and Chris Paul and, and you know, dudes like that who are will do anything in their power to remain in their spot for as long as they can because this is all they got. This is all that they know. While we got these young dudes who are, you know, they're at some point they gonna they gonna make the leap. We don't know, or they've made the leap. Like our dog Brandon, shout out to Brandon Ingram. Um, our dog. I love Brandon Ingram. I've always loved, loved Brandon Ingram. And that's not Stop. what you said in in, in our text <laughs> conversations around circa 2016. <laughs> uh, skinny spook, this and. <laughs> no, that was Cam Johnson season, obviously. Uh, uh, mm-hmm. we, we be putting some mediocre niggas in the league, man. I can't grandpa, and no grandpa, cap, no kissy. Cam, Cam Johnson was almost Flavio. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, you know, just seeing you know the leap that Brandon Ingram or Jason Tatum, them, them Duke niggas, have made, um, has made for some wonderful, exciting basketball, and it's um, it's 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 kind of like watching, um, like like. Tenured teachers versus like the new hotshot young teachers that everybody likes and everybody has crushes on. You know what I'm saying? They kind of come into the school and they start, you know, 
turning everybody's heads and everybody want to hang out with them during study hall and waste their lunch periods and all that shit while the niggas that's been running that bitch has been holding it together for 15, 20, 30 years. Now, all of a sudden, you know what I'm saying? They eating piata alone at lunchtime with the vice principal and the janitor. I was going to say, what's a vice principal breakfast club analogy? What's <laughs> <laughs> going on here? But it, it, it makes some sense. Yeah. So, I mean, it's and, – and, again – the league, the school is going to be in great hands regardless, but it's just a matter of how long do these people hold on. And I think that's kind of what we're seeing in the playoffs, and we've seen some dog fights because of it. Um, you know, that that Miami series, again, Jimmy Butler being out, but it ended up being slightly better, I think, than, than people anticipated. But Trey Young, who a lot of people were ready to anoint as that nigga, that nigga ain't show up <laughs> at all. Zero. Um if it ain't Madison Square Garden, he ain't got it. You feel me? Um, well, I mean, and and he's, he's playing with an eight seed. You know what I'm saying? Against the one seed, too. Yeah, true. But missing Kyle Lowry and Jimmy Butler and you throwing up like eight points? Nah, bruh. Can't Hold do up. that. Down three when he tired. Man, he got vacation plans. <laughs> they should have told them niggas missed game one. Um, and, you know, that, uh, that, that Phoenix-New Orleans series ended up being very fun. I told people before the series – that I didn't think it was going to be clean sweep, you know, 4-1 Phoenix-type deal. Niggas ain't believe me. I know Devin Booker's out, but... It would have been. But they won won a lot of games without Devin Booker this year and beat a lot of good teams without Devin Booker. Um, Mm -hmm. So I give give them a lot of credit. Obviously, I give B.I. a lot of credit. But, um, you know, the series that everybody's talking about, man. Um, Oh, yes, Tyrese Maxey. Uh, is better than James Harden as well. I'll throw that in there. Um, sure, why not? <laughs> but <clears throat> that Brooklyn, that Brooklyn Boston series, man. Um, what are your thoughts? What is Wes's astute analysis on that series as a whole and the future of the Brooklyn Nets? It went similarly to how I thought it would go. Really? Uh, yeah. It's tough to win in this league when you only have two guys that can consistently score. Um, and that's, that's being very disrespectful to Cam Thomas. I think he was hurt. He didn't play. I was gonna say he needed to play. Cam was a bucket. Cam's a whole yeah. bucket. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so you're you're playing Boston after like the first month or so of the season. They turned up, became like best defensive team in the league. Tatum, mm-hmm. kind of like Christmas on, became one of like top players, He's averaging like thirty-seven and seven or some shit like that. Tatum's been crazy. So Tatum's been crazy. Boston um, came in super hot. Yeah, the Nets kind of stumbled in, didn't have enough time. Kyrie was out pretty much the entire season. Mm-hmm. Um, didn't they traded for Ben Simmons? Ben Simmons hasn't played at all. Which is now, just, now Steve, Stephen A went a little too hard on him though. Um, the other day, Steve, did, J- Jamie Fox had to step in. <laughs> <laughs> Jamie Fox has seen enough. Only, um, only Jamie Fox can say this. <laughs> um, yes, yeah, so that's that's kind of how it's. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't know if it was gonna be sweep, but I knew that. It was going to be tough for Brooklyn just to, to win the game, um, or win the series. Excuse me, even mm. with Rob Williams being hurt. So I'm not completely, I'm not surprised at all about what happened. Mm. Well, I think most people, myself included, thought that was going to be the at least the early series of the playoffs, the best series of the first two rounds, just because of simply because of the level that both KD and Kyrie were playing at coming in. Um, we know they don't play a lick of defense, obviously, but. Um, still thought that they would get enough out of them to, yeah, I mean, 4-2 at the least. Um, you know, we had a kind of big 
heated conversation in, in one of my group chats about, you know, how does this game or how did this series affect KD's legacy? And, I was, you know, I ain't going to go as far as to say, like, oh, yeah, this this is, you know, this knocks him down a peg or anything like that. But um, I do think we're looking at legacy time for KD. Um, not because he already doesn't hasn't amassed all of these great accomplishments and accolades, but he begged to get out or to leave Golden State. He begged to have his own team. He begged to have the opportunity to not be overshadowed by anyone and to be, quote-unquote, that nigga. And you can do it as much as you want during a regular season, but so far, playoffs in Brooklyn, we ain't seen it. And, you know, coming off an Achilles injury, he's getting up there. That nigga got drafted by Seattle. You feel me? Let's not forget Mm -hmm. that. Um, But at the same time, man, like, I think – there's a big difference between just somebody naturally getting older and, you know, kind of, you know, still fight like a Chris Paul fighting whatever. And I hate Chris Paul, but fighting with everything that they got and just continuing to give 200 percent and win as much as, as as they can while they still can. And it's another thing for somebody to be an MVP, be a two time finals MVP, be a part of one of the most talented teams ever assembled, win two championships and say, and eh, this was fun, but mm, I if I if I can't win by myself or if I can't win on my own team driving my own bus, then I don't want to do it anymore. And then to not not to not show up in the way that he did in this series. I don't man, I I don't know. I feel like people are going going way too far. Um he ain't show up, bro. Using, he he ain't show up. Up. It's, it's tough it's tough to show up when when you're the number one option and you don't have a lot of help. It's it like it, it, it's rare that people can kind of get away with it, and that's they folded though, bro. They folded games three and four. Them niggas barely shot. They well, barely one, shot. Well, one, yeah, that's true. The only thing I give to Durant was he didn't shoot as, as much as I thought he should. But mm-hmm. as far as looking at all those games, those games were close games. They with were them playing with them playing bad. And two, when you're having to, to, to bust the emergency glass and bring out Blake Griffin. Huffing mm. and puffing by the dial hey, recorders as of you know, hard screens. All right, Mike, Mike Breen was reading that man eulogy <laughs> every time he, he ran up and down the court. Um, honestly, because mm. for me, it's I like to especially basketball. You got to take everything with, with a grain of context. Like this, True. they weren't like they were the seven seed for a reason. Yes, they, they were. were. They didn't weren't the better team throughout the regular season for a reason. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's tough to flip the switch, even when you do have two top players like that. That's true. Um, That's true. But as far as kind of like Kevin's legacy, mm-hmm. um, he's clearly solidified. Um, and sure. it's, it's a testament to him. Sure. Um, <laughs> sure. It's, it's, a, it's a testament that, that we're having this conversation because once he's in that type of rarefied air where it's – to kind of place him properly, we got to have these kind of conversations because it's only so many people above him. Exactly, uh, it, 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 it's splitting hairs. Absolutely, it's absolutely splitting yeah. hairs. But that's mm-hmm. which that's what you have to do when you're talking about people in that echelon of talent and greatness. So exactly. right now, Kevin is, you know, we trying to see is is, is he going to be, you know, Jordan, Kobe, Kareem, LeBron level of greatness, or is he going to be right under there? This makes a difference. Mm-hmm. Series like this make a difference. That's um, true. And I, I, just, I like how we, we've all we've all collectively just ignored the past. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like of when, course, when he, when he was leading 
Oklahoma Oklahoma City teams in, and when he was uh, clearly the best player on on the uh, mm. Golden State Warriors. But such is such is how we view uh, sports and legacies. Yeah, nowadays, oh man. yes, it, it is. It's it, crazy. It is it is what have you not have? What have you done for me lately? Like, what are you currently oh. doing for me right now? At um, this very second, in, in this very second. Um, so I saw, I saw you, something about niggas want to try and trade Trey Young. I said, "Oh my God, what happened? <laughs> oh my God, what happened to Discord?" <laughs> uh, NBA Twitter is 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 part of the reason why um, that app has gone to hell. Okay, if if Elon Musk does decide to buy uh, Twitter, I actually hope that he would separate NBA Twitter from the rest of Twitter because I hate them niggas. I hate every single one of them. I hate cuffs. You know what I'm saying? I'm sick of Josiah Johnson. I'm sick of all of these niggas. Don't get me started on on that on that war criminal, <laughs> the legend. Uh oh man, it, it's just I you know it is again it just NBA Twitter lacks any discourse. It lacks any like reason context context all that uh, you, you any reasoning any whatever it is just a bunch of people again it's just a bunch of people who don't know shit about shit um trying to convince other people that their shit stinks less than the shit that the other person next to them is peddling you feel me and it's like honestly nba twitter reminds me of wrestling twitter a lot um because i was just having this conversation with one of my homies there is a very strong like subsection of black wrestling fans uh everywhere but p- particularly all over Twitter and it's people our age again talk like us act like us dress like us listen to the same music that we do got make the same jokes had the same hot takes as us um that are starting to are slowly starting to see create these spaces for young black people to be able to enjoy wrestling um in a way and that's not in which you're not being shunned you get what i'm saying um Mm. but it is an even more vocal majority of just absolute fucking losers that ruin it for everybody you know what i'm saying so like you don't see the good shit you don't see the the pop culture references getting mixed the shit that you see is the weirdos, <laughs> the perverts, the obsessive people. You know what I'm saying? The people making just absolutely outrageous statements, and it takes away from the moments and how good shit is. So just like you said, you go on Twitter after watching a more competitive Miami-Atlanta series than niggas would anticipate, and you got niggas talking about trading Trey Young. You know what I'm saying? You go on Twitter, and niggas talking about, oh, KD lost his spot in the top 10 of all time because of this series you got niggas talking about oh shit well if kd don't win a ring next year then his entire career is a joke you know what i'm saying and it's just like really really nigga like can we not have anything good can we enjoy nothing it's a it's just a shame what what that damn jack dorsey has turned this country (laughs) into second jack dorsey and that black obama is good this good nation um shout out to obama shout out to that wild uh viola davis portrayal of uh Miss michelle wild I, I, can't, I can't even bring myself to watch that i love yeah, nah. viola. she is one of the the uh best actors of our generation it. yep but uh i don't know about that yeah and she gonna probably gonna fuck around and win an emmy for it too 
um, knowing how oh. knowing how the whites get down. Not if um, uh, not a, not a, not if our girl uh, was Olivia Coleman can help it. <laughs> Olivia Coleman. <laughs> Olivia Coleman is a good actress, but she's just one of the ones where I think the whites just universally decided that they was gonna prop her up. So they tried to make her into a Viola Davis, into an Angela Bassett. Not quite. Not yeah, quite. Shout out to the crown. Uh, we're getting close. Getting close to the return of the crown. Can't wait. Um, I, I am on the payroll. Uh, I'm, what am I on the payroll for? The crown, uh, uh, Ted Lasso. Crown, Ted Lasso. Um, I'm missing one. Those are, those are really your main two. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, you, uh, you was taking big crown checks for a long time. Yeah. Uh, but, um, you know, I, I will say, you know, jump back to the NBA talk real quick. Um, I don't know what Brooklyn looks like going forward. Um, kind of this Ooh. whole thing. Start- Let hmm? me tell you, I'll, I'll tell you right now, brother. Okay. Go ahead. Um, I think honestly, if they're not going to do this, mm-hmm. but I think honestly running it back with a full season of Ben Simmons and a full season of Joe Harris, Mm-hmm. It, that's that's clearly a better team, more balanced, more shooting, more niggas who are above six three, um, <laughs> and that's that's a solid team. Make a few adjustments here or there, but those kind of core four, maybe mm-hmm. see if I think Bruce Brown's a free agent. Try to keep him. Uh, Bruse Brown hooping. Curry, yeah, he's, mm-hmm. he's all right. I, I like how all these little random teams. I like how these little mid ass ACC niggas are fucking becoming the best players in the league. Bruce Brown, Jose Alvarado. Uh, all these all these niggas who used to get the wait beat, where else Alvarado go? Maryland? Georgia Tech. Georgia Tech. Oh, see? Yeah, I didn't even know. They begin smoked by Duke and then they come to the league and become heartthrobs. It's sick shit. <laughs> but um I don't think Brooklyn's too far off from being like a I don't know about being like a final four team, but like last year they were uh what a foot away from being in the conference finals without yeah. without Kyrie and with a mm-hmm. torn down with a hurt harden. So I don't think they're necessarily that far off, but who knows what the fuck they're gonna do? And, and, see, and, and that's the thing, um, you know, it's 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 you know, team construction wise, it's not the, it's not that big of a problem. Even Steve Nash, we've seen in the NBA, you don't necessarily need a, a great coach to win; you just need somebody who's not gonna lose it. Yeah, exactly. Um, but it's it, it's we never know, you know. Like I think the only thing for certain is, you know, KD is gonna come out and KD is. It's gonna be a dog, but will KD stay healthy? You know what I'm saying? Will um will he have what he needs? Again, what does the supporting cast look like? What's Ben Simmons' status gonna look like? What's Kyrie's status gonna look like? Um We gotta take into account what uh world event might preclude <laughs> Kyrie from <laughs> Yeah, man. I mean, you know, Kyrie sitting up here, you know, talking in the 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 post game press conferences. Like he uh like he running you know two K twenty two my GM mode you know what I'm saying it's like hey nigga like a lot of this falls on you because uh Big Perk made the 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 point um he made the very astute point that all of this kind of started going downhill when Kyrie didn't sign that extension that everybody assumed that he was gonna sign you know what I'm saying like when this team came together it was all right we coming together we all gonna sign these big extensions. Um, and we go out to run this shit for as long as our prime still lasts. You know what I'm saying? And then Kyrie kind of threw a wrench into the plans, and you know it don't take much for <laughs> for Harden to change his mind. 
like me, when we play 2K, just like Cole says, mm-hmm. we we if we don't come out strong in the first two games, Moore is gonna get discouraged and he's gonna quit. You're right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's the same thing that happens with Harden, too. So it's like, you know, Kyrie kind of, yeah, he's responsible for a lot of this because when he came back, we saw just how great that man still is. Kyrie Irving, talent-wise, talent-wise, I think he's top five of all time. Just based off his skill level. Not accomplishments, not championships, you know what I'm saying? Not even necessarily accolades. But what he can do on a basketball court, I think he's top five. And... Well, I'm, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I, hear you. I was, I was going to say just maybe like, uh, offensively skilled top five. Oh, well, well uh, sure. Yeah, but, yes. I okay. take into account yeah. all phases of the game. I'm, <laughs> I'm not about the young kids and these flashy dribble moves and the jellies <laughs> and fillets. Um, but it's – and missing him for such long portions of time for so many different reasons. You know, we had injury shit. We had, you know, the vaccine shit. We had – the social justice shit, or or whatever he called it. And, you know, that's a problem. Kyrie, again, has been in the league since 2011? Mm-hmm. 2011? Yes. He's only played 60 games four times in that 11-year span. Um, That's, that is, that's not going to cut it. You know what I'm saying? So it's hard to commit to Kyrie, it's hard to build anything around Kyrie because you don't exactly know what you're going to get out of him mentally. You know what I'm saying? As long as he's healthy, again, you're going to get a dog. But mentally, you don't know what his commitment to the game is going to be. And it's really, really, really difficult to dump maxes and super maxes into players like that. And when you don't have security, when players don't have security, the rest of the team don't have security. And shit just kind of falls apart. So... We'll see. But none of that, none of that is going to prevent <clears throat> your next, your 2022 NBA World Champions. Hell the yeah. Dallas Mavericks. Oh. Um, you, yeah. spelled, you, you said Los Angeles Lakers wrong. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it's going to be uh, – the, the rest of these playoffs going to be super interesting. Um, like my, me, myself, personally – I was. Uh, not I just want to see. I just want to see Doc blow that uh, the 3-0 lead. Oh, I think that's man. all I want for Christmas. Oh, that's that'd it. So, that'd be so incredible. That oh, interview man. today was disgusting. That shit was disgusting. Like that was one of the most Bro. pitiful like things I've ever seen a coach say. Do you know how hard it is to get seventy five percent of the way there? <laughs> give me credit. Give me credit for doing <laughs> most of my job. Not not the that, whole job. But give me credit for doing most of it. That man was slandering Matt Harpering and Daryl Armstrong. It oh, was horrible. Man. This man said, J.J. Redick on my team? And you wanted me expecting, <laughs> expecting me to win with Matt Barnes? Oh, my God. That's crazy. Oh, some That's sick crazy. Yeah, yeah, it's, uh, yeah I, need, I need them to go ahead and, and finish this loss up. And, um. Yeah, I thought the most I thought the the most uh, interesting series coming in would be the series that's probably most interesting so far that that Minnesota, Minnesota uh, Memphis. Memphis series because uh, um, I've been tooting the horn of Memphis ain't like that for quite some time. Mm-hmm. And um, they keep showing just enough flashes of being somewhat like that. Yeah. Um, so that, that that's kind of where I'm at. I want to see that go seven too. Oh, of course. I mean, it's that's um. That is the young league on display. I feel like there's one. I'm saying that that nigga Big Purse stinks. 
He's, he, he doesn't. He's, he doesn't stink. He's just big perk. He's corny. Yes. He's, uh, he, he's like a nigga that thinks like this is a movie. He's, he's he pretends he portrays himself like a Disney character in a Disney movie about basketball. <laughs> <laughs> My nigga Corbin Blue. Oh man, he just does shit that he thinks like cool basketball players would say and do, and it makes me so fucking mad. Yes, uh, he is um, world class cornball. Uh, th- yeah. There's there, <laughs> there's no doubt about that. But at the same time, man, you know when that nigga ball, that nigga ball, um, and, and you know. And I the one thing though, it's just how can you root for a team that has Cat and Pat Bev on it? That's what you I'm saying. saying. Like, like, like as much as I love Ant Man, I love Anthony Edwards. I think oh he God. is he is it. But that he ain't enough to cancel them out, bro. He really not at all. I said love love, love Ant D'Lo, still one of my sons. Um, but that and I'm kind of conflicted too because I hate that nigga Dylan Brooks. Like I hate that nigga a lot. <laughs> So, <laughs> I, I, you know, Dylan Brooks is not, I don't think it's anybody's fave, but I, I'm i a big fan of uh, Dana Altman's Oregon team. So any Jordan Bill, Dylan Brooks, uh, you can give me. Likes, uh, uh, what's my man's name? Uh, Lewis King. You think Lewis <laughs> King guy? Peyton bad. Pritchard. Peyton Pritchard uh, fan club. I hate Peyton Pritchard. Boston was a perfect place for him to go to. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, but it's a... Uh, yeah, man. I, I, like Memphis is just like you know. You look at their roster and like, yeah, they y'all got a lot of solid niggas on there. Okay, I, hey, all right. And then it's just like, oh, they're the two seed. Huh? Interesting. Oh, Desmond Bain hooping like that. Oh, okay. And they didn't. Oh, okay. They way too being a game away from the second round of the playoffs. Um, and given that, Jai's really play like shit most of this series. Um, up until the fourth quarter of this this past game, he ain't been there. So to have Desmond Bain and Jaron Jackson ain't been hooping like that neither. So to have Desmond Bain carrying the load like that is crazy to me. Yeah, it's, it's interesting to see because uh, their team just does, does. When you look at them on paper, it's like, yeah. how do they how do they even score? Like this team yes. don't make no damn sense. <laughs> but when you when you watch them play, it, 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 it somewhat comes together and um. It's led to one of the most interesting series so far, and um, if they win again, they're going to be matched up. I think they got it would be Golden State. Well, not right now. Not the way my boys hoop, and we have one with a minute left in the first half. Um, so it'll be interesting to see, man. Salute to the salute yeah. to the league. Salute to the young niggas yes. in the league. Yes, indeed. Uh, it, it it's, it's going to be fun. Obviously, the rest of the way. Um, what's your uh, what's your championship prediction right now? I don't care. Um, yes, you do. Let's see who's in the West. I don't. I don't want to see Golden State win it. Yeah, but um, it's it's looking very Golden State in Boston right now. Yeah, I don't want to see Phoenix win it. What's wrong with Phoenix? Um, some, I'm not. They, they 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 put us out last year. They 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 think they like that. Um, Y'all stink though. Yeah, you'll get mad at them for that. Yeah, they wouldn't okay. beat us if, if we was healthy. So um, oh, okay. Hmm. And then the East. I don't necessarily want to see Boston win because that's 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 like the big the big rivals. Of course. Um, I don't really want to see Miami win because I don't really fuck with Team Butler like that. No, I don't either. Um, Philly, I definitely don't want to see Philly win because that's the home to home team. I don't fuck them. So Giannis or bust at this point. A, a big Raptors game, you know what I'm saying? Got to support <laughs> the true, the one true rookie of the year. <laughs> oh man, um, I, I'm not gonna lie, I'm upset about that. 
I'm sad about that. I can see how um, you. Are. I, you know, I, 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 I really think that. Um, I thought Mobley did more this year overall. Um, I Scotty Barnes obviously, obviously, obviously a, a a better scorer. Um, you know, way better scorer at this point. But I thought Evan Mobley had um a huge impact on the game. I I I really really do. Um, and it was one of the closest votes of all time. So you know that tells you something. You know who wasn't close? Cade. I told you. I told you, nigga. It was one A, one B, and then six. You ain't believe me. Listen, the, hmm? the, 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 he started off slow. It was a slow start to hurt him, but Cade was Cade is a, should have been number three, right behind him, niggas, man. Cade. I, I, love, last, I love Cade. I love Cade. I do. Yeah, that little last two months of the season, Cade was showing why mm-hmm. he is going to be one of them guys moving forward. So you know, it's um, I I I think that uh. You know, again, if Doc loses, everything else is icing on the cake. I could care less. But mm-hmm. um, I'm looking right now. I say Golden State in seven over Boston. That would be my, that would be my prediction. That's if I had to make one, the un- that's the real unhappy watch for me. As long as it ain't Boston, as long as it ain't Red Auerbach uh, sending. <laughs> rotten vegetables <laughs> to your <laughs> owner while your coach is in a coma. And speaking of coaches being in a coma, winning time. Winning time is an, a wonderful program. I don't give a fuck what Jerry West talking about. I, I don't care. I love that shit. It's, it's, it's great, man. Uh, I I was going to say, I was going to be a hater. So I noticed they didn't make a, a winning time about uh, – Brad Doherty and them. <laughs> but, um, oh, come on, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was uncalled for. I don't know. Damn. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm off a drink. I'm a little, I'm a little, I'm a little spicy <laughs> right now. But, um, yeah, now this is the, the Magic Johnson eating pussy show is amazing. Um, that nigga eats a lot of box. <laughs> that nigga ate prostitute box. That is, poof, nigga. Man, in a time where, <laughs> man, listen, it where, makes where sense. Jimmy's didn't exist? It makes where sense. Where Gators bitches wore no Jimmy's. Listen. The math is mathing on, on on magic. If if you know if you know what I'm talking, the math the math checks out. Uh. Yeah, and, and I mean, don't get me wrong. It is wild. I I do think some things are incredibly over dramatized. Um, <laughs> you think? Yeah, I mean, like this past episode where you find out that Magic gets Cookie's friend pregnant. Come on now, really. Like, we didn't even need that. He could have got any random chick in L.A. pregnant, which is what happened in real life. Why have to be Cookie's homie? You know what I'm saying? Brother, brother for the storyline, brother. Um, But, again, all you know. Up, when, when, when all the shit is made up. Man. Well, not all the shit's made up, but, like, it's. it's a lot of it's you, made up. When you look at the, 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 the season, they, they once uh, McKinney went down and they seemed like they yeah. were struggling. Nope. We was first in the West. Yeah, uh, the whole time. The games, the games are not in order. Uh, no. A lot of the losses that weren't really losses. Was Spencer uh, Haywood really on them rocks during the season? Oh yeah, oh yeah. Spencer was on okay. that shit. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's truth. That's the truth. Oh, you think, Ava, you, think, Ava, you, think, you think our good brother Wood would, would, would portray a lie on camera? Man, Avon getting into his own product, man. It's unfortunate. Twenty years. Also, away. I'm saying it again, Wood Harris is one of the greatest actors of our day. Honestly, Period. it's Wood Harris, Leon, and Denzel. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. <laughs> three greatest actors, three greatest three. black actors of all time. <laughs> um, but I mean, it's just I think, and yeah, of course, 
you know, if you see yourself on TV getting portrayed negatively, yeah, you're going to make a big stink about it. But Jerry West, nigga, you 90. I feel like there's way worse things to worry about at this point. You know what I'm saying? Um, Magic, yeah, you may not have did it all like that, but you still did it. You know what I'm saying? The order may have been different. The players may have been different. But, nigga, you was out here like that, bro. Letting Deshaun off vice principals send you into the horror house. Yeah. That's so, yeah. Um, um, so, yeah. But I can, I can see why they're upset. But, uh, again, it's a dramatization. You know what I mean? Yeah, of course. But I mean it's uh it's I don't know, great TV. Like, I mean a lot of a lot a lot of great acting performances. I, I said it a million times, but I say it again. Whatever is in the HBO nine PM on Sunday night slot, I'm locked the fuck in. I don't care what show it is. I don't care if it's Game of Thrones, Winning Time, Euphoria, fucking true detective, I'm there. Period. HBO don't miss, man. Nah, HBO man. Don't so miss. Um, winning time going crazy. Shout out to uh the boy, the boy John C. Riley, who may have lost his friendship with Will Ferrell over this. Um shout out to he's he, he smoking his role, so obviously it, it might be uh, worth it. Yeah, for sure. Shout out to uh, Jason Siegel um as the lame duck, uh Paul Westhead. Um that's that's who I'd be upset if I was. Because they, they, <laughs> yeah, got, they got what's that looking like a bitch? Yeah, um, yeah, they do. I mean, um, like this nigga ain't never coached before. This nigga was a coach in college for like 10 years before he was an assistant with the Lakers. Yeah, man. Um, I mean, I guess obviously season two will probably get into his uh, you know, his beef with magic and shit, which got him fired. But mm-hmm. magic still swear to God to this day he ain't get him fired. But come on, nigga. Let it <laughs> it was like 40 years ago. You can tell the truth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um yeah. Yeah, but uh, yeah, Wood Harris, uh, the nigga playing Kareem, who's a doctor in real life. Um, yeah, he's smoking yeah. that shit. Um, yeah, nigga, niggas, niggas killing it. Um, I'm sure. Norm I, Nixon is smoking. Oh, Norm Nixon's son, aka Kane. Kane. Um, uh, yeah, uh, he killing it too. Um, you know, doing doing his daddy justice. So, um, winning time is not only is HBO not gonna fall back, they probably gonna go even harder next season. Um, this is everything that ESPN playmakers could have been if uh Nick Shook and Roger Goodell didn't get in the way. So, but um, you know, so this has been wonderful. Winning time um has been definitely been a highlight of the Sunday night lineup. But uh, one of our shows, one of our other favorite shows, was uh not providing any highlight real material. Was providing uh, David Wesley level highlight material this season. Aww. What's up with your boy Franklin Saint, man? Hmm. I, man, this season was not that bad. The only bad part was the. Uh, this season was not that good either. It wasn't that good, <laughs> bro? It, 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 it wasn't. Listen, it, it, it was it was fine in the grand scheme of things. Um, At the finale it, brought it all together. I, even then. I, I think it was it was it was it was it was it was all right. It wasn't necessarily the the greatest we've got the, first, the 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 previous few seasons, but as a whole, it was fine. The only only real bullshit part was the <laughs> was when they went back and uh, the tiger ate the two Spanish niggas. That was. I, uh, I mean that, that shit and and the 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 wedding LSD shit. Come on, bruh. Who let let he who hasn't been uh, dosed at a wedding cast the, <laughs> the, the first stone. I just, um, oh man, I don't, I don't know, bro. Like for me, it's one of the things where it's like it kind of felt like 
all right, everybody knows it's already kind of been confirmed that the following season is the last season, right? So we got to bridge ourselves to what's going to be the big climactic finale of this. So y'all already locked in. Anybody who's already a fan of Snowfall has been watching for four seasons. You, your viewership ain't going to get no better. So let's just do whatever we got to do to get ourselves through to season six. And that's what it felt like. It felt like they were just like, all right, man, let's throw some shit in. Yeah, sissy and some KGB niggas and uh, CGI tiger and bodies, 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 bodies. And some random girl that nobody trusts. What was her name? Uh, Not early. Veronique. I've called her Cookie Johnson. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, um, it's Veronique. And I mean... Some stuff made a lot of sense, and some stuff was a natural progression. Obviously, the relationship between Louie and Franklin breaking down the way it did, even though I do feel like it kind of decelerated very unevenly. You know what I'm saying? Like I feel like it wasn't like on this constant. It, well, maybe that was that's real life. Maybe that's realistic. It wasn't on this like super downhill trajectory. It was kind of very up and down until. Louis just decided she wanted to turn into Tony Montana. Um, so, so, I mean, that was... Listen, listen, you're talking yourself right into it, it being yeah, fun. So, 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 so that was cool. I hated the, the disappearance of Peach's shit. I hated that. That was that was, oh, that was you, dumb. You, you, oh, you guys want a confirmation of uh, this man having that thing? I, I, I still think he had that thing. But it was, you know, Peach's... I'm not going to say he was an important character, but he became somebody who was... You know, like niggas wanted to see, you know what I'm saying? Um, as a part of the ensemble, and he just disappeared. They took that nigga out like they did Ruxin's wife on the league. Um and yes, yes, sir. Um, and it was just like, you know, him killing his white dude. It was just a lot of shit that just kind of happened. And there were obviously some very pivotal moments, but between those pivotal moments, it was just a lot, it was a lot of filler. It was a lot of filler, bruh. You know, well, so you can't you can't expect every episode to be a super duper banger. Um, that's how it's been. Uh, there's been some slow points in this shit before, but um, everything to me made made sense. And as long as shit makes sense, I can deal with it being slower or ha- having, like you said, some some type of filler. But as long as everything kind of makes some sense, I'm fine with you. Especially knowing that these are the last whatever. 20 uh episodes of the show that we're gonna get mm-hmm. between this and the, and the next season or whatever mm-hmm. um, so as long as, as long as they continue to make sense what they're doing they're they, they built up some drama they built up some some stuff that can be looked forward to and just and anticipated mm-hmm. in the final season um they haven't really said anything that ha- they haven't really posed any questions that can't mm-hmm. get answered in the final season which so, is important i'm um, fine so, i'm good I, you, I you know but- yeah I, I think we're going to get a lot of uh, Snowfall fan theories, uh, like with Game of Thrones, because what they've done, again, I don't necessarily like the way that they went about it, but they went, I, I don't think in terms of the last season of a big drama, especially anything involving crime or, um, you know, battling for some type of supremacy, you want to leave it as open as possible. You know what I'm saying? You want to have as many potential options and avenues as you can. Um, while it would have been cool and probably what we would have expected was just, you know, Snowfall, Civil War, Franklin versus Louis. Um, 
we got Franklin versus Louie versus Teddy versus Kane somewhere in there too um, versus the KGB. You know what I'm saying? So we got we got some fun different routes that this shit can end up going. Um, I am very concerned because, bro, I don't see any way that Jerome makes it out of this alive. Yeah, he gonna die. Yeah, um, and it and it is gonna be you know <laughs> I never die when Pac died, but I probably will when Jerome does. Basically, no, nah, it's gonna be it's gonna be sad because Jerome is uh the our one true king in the north. He um, is. And it's gonna and, be. It's and, gonna be sad and, and he dropped the 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 most memeable line of the season, as well. So he's done, he's done that every season. Teach <laughs> uh, man how to squabble. Where's the titty, where's the titties and the bitches, nigga? Yep. <laughs> Forgot about that one. Yeah. Oh, what's up? What's up with your nigga Leon? What's up with Leon? Huh? <laughs> nigga turned into Stokely Carmichael. I was going to say, my man trying to lead the people. Trying to trying, oh. trying, trying, trying to lead the revolution. He, he, he going to die, too. Trying to take my girl out the country. He going to die, um, too, bro. Yeah, yeah. Not yeah. everybody finna die for real, for real. Um, well, that's the same thing we said about Thrones. And look how that shit went. Man. It's so so let me ask you, who who wins, you think, if anybody? <laughs> who sits on the iron, the, the iron yeah. crack rock? Um, <laughs> I, I, yeah. I'm 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 Team Franklin, but of course. I don't know if they're gonna gonna let him win. I, I think oh here you go. Figured it out. Mm. Everybody might gonna die except Franklin and Louie. And they're both gonna pull a, pull a gun out on each other and then pull the trigger and it's gonna end like <laughs> was that Rocky Three? Oh god! <laughs> Knocking each other out. Knocking yeah. each other out. Yeah. Uh, uh, I mean, well, well, I'm sorry. We know who's gonna win. Ronald Reagan. <laughs> you talk about <laughs> young niggas dominating the league. So, I mean, I I was not a huge again. I wasn't a huge fan of this season. There were some standout situations, some standout episodes for sure. Um, but it's um, I think they still did obviously build their way up to even though they kind of went about it in a kind of stupid roundabout way they kind of built them themselves up to where they need to be to give us a a strong climactic final season so um of course niggas gonna be locked the fuck back in whenever this shit come back around um but another show that um was gone for quite a minute uh was gone longer than our podcast interestingly enough bro our first podcast coincided i think with episode two of atlanta and Atlanta's been gone for four years until last month. So, welcome back, Mr. Donald Glover. Um, Atlanta's been another one that uh, the Twitterverse is kind of split about. How you felt about season three so far? I'm cool. Um, I'm good. I'm good with uh, it so far. Um, I really could have done without kind of the... The meta the episodes. First, yeah, the first episode and then the reparations episode. The reparations one, yeah. I was cool with the first episode. I didn't need the reparations one, though. Yeah, like, they're, they're fine. Um, they're mm-hmm. good. It's good television. Um, mm-hmm. Not germane at all to kind of our story and where our, our, our main characters are, but it, mm-hmm. it's good television, so I'm fine with it. But as far as, like, the 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 main stories, uh, the European tour. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm enjoying I, I like the fuck it. out of it. Uh, it, yeah. It's very good, and I'm saying we, Atlanta's come to set itself up as a as a preeminent kind of st- tense, preeminent television show with like high standards, and mm-hmm. they haven't let us down in that regard. 
Yeah. Um, you talk about highbrow comedy. It's uh, it's Atlanta and Archer. <laughs> That's it. It's, it's <laughs> one and two. Um, but it's uh, I, you know, I I have really enjoyed. Again, I, I didn't need all the meta episodes. Um, or again, at least the second meta episode. But um, yeah, the ones talking about their stories. But at the same time, even with the meta shit. It's it's Donald Glover who's been away for four years. You think he's not gonna come back with some strong social commentary? Um, mm-hmm. That's that's, that's kind of part of the game. Yeah, that's but what I think what I've really enjoyed about this season being in Europe is I think as Black Americans sometimes we live in a bubble, right? And we have this conception that everything in America, race and shit wise, is so bad, and the grass is always greener. You get what I'm saying? They ain't races like that in Europe. You get what I'm saying? And, mm-hmm. nigga, that's not the case. It just looks a little different. You get what I'm saying? It's just presented in a different way. But racism is racism. Don't forget, the Europeans invented racism, nigga. Come on now. So, yeah, yeah, it's... We, it's we, just, we, just, we just stepped on We re-rocked it over here. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. So, like, I think it's been dope to see kind of how, you know, we, we've seen the tale of American racism played out you again since um the the death of Trayvon Martin which 10 years almost mm-hmm. uh yeah uh just about um if it's not 10 years already yeah, um might have been already yeah yeah so it's um we've seen the tales of american racism play out in so many different ways um in classic or not in classic media but in in the media since then um, including, uh, oh, the spook who sat by the door, which I have never read. The fuck is wrong with me, bro? I said, I told um, you, you, you false flagging, man. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> on these parts. Uh, which I, it's supposed to be developing, I think, into a TV show by FX, if I'm not mistaken. I think um, it was a movie, too, already. Yeah, yeah, that, that was back in the day, but I think they're doing, like, a modern adaptation of it. Mm. Um, but it's, um, <laughs> imagine seeing that in your TV guide. Um, <laughs> but, um, it's so to see kind of, you know, again, European racism, which is a little at this point, a little more subtle, um, than what we see in, in big MAGA land over here, um, I think is dope. And to see them navigating that racism, even as, um, you know, Paperboy, somebody who seems to be kind of a big deal in Europe. You feel me? Like that nigga Loki doing numbers over there. Um, yeah so like this past episode which i think was the best of the season which was uh uh (laughs) paper boy sitting on the diversity board for that uh that fashion group Mm -hmm. um uh so you know to see him man and like (laughs) get, get back to your hood get back to your hood <laughs> um to see him dealing with uh like a fashion company who's trying to deal with the fallout of um of of making a uh making streetwear that they you know don't know the significance behind and trying to uh get some good pr in the eyes of that to uh darius with his wild story taking that white lady to the the niger restaurant and then they came back and gentrified that shit um swift it was a matter of days she's like what's jollof what what's, what's jollof um so crazy storylines like that um earn is really the one who i don't exactly know where they're going with him yet um it 
it it seems what was you about to say my fault i was saying i think that's that's kind of a good thing for now because this is his first this is the first time we've really seen him kind of in like the true manager mode true um, Mm -hmm. as 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 it relates to to to, with his cousin Paperboy. so this is kind of him kind of find his way and i kind of like that we this is like this kind of Set Damn. place, of but you going, know, Van Van threw that cooch at him last episode, though. So, you know, yeah. his head about to be fucked up. Black and German box. Yeah, yeah, very true. Um, so it's been a lot of like really, of of course, funny, but like again, as always, I mean, what you come to expect, very nuanced, um, social commentary, um, coming out of the entire Atlanta crew. Um, you know, that episode, let's see, the episode where they went to the house party and it, they, what they assumed that old girl said something racist to Darius and they, they, they turned on her. They got race baited and it was ready to burn her ass to the stake. Man, Socks is a, is a, is a evil, evil motherfucker. I was about to say, what's his name? Spike Tadpole, whatever the fuck his name was. Why, 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 uh, why, why, why you do that and, shit? And he stole the phone, man. Socks again, yeah. motherfucker. I'm, I'm waiting was on he to just, see. Was he just trying to prove that he was down? Is that why he stole the phone? I don't know. What's up with the kid, man? Yeah, I don't know. He ain't, he ain't all the way there. Um, or, yeah. or the uh, how about the blackface concert? Um, oh yeah, over yeah. there. Uh, Sinter Sinter Klaus. <laughs> yeah. And his uh, so, little helper. I forget the helper is the blackface helper's name. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, man. It's a. It's a. It's another. Another great opportunity for us to see a different side of the diaspora um, and for us to see a different side of how we are all, you know, we try to make a lot of different separations between black Americans and Africans and, you know, black Europeans and and, you know, people of, you know, island Caribbean ancestry. We are all niggas, still niggas. That reminds me of a great philosopher, Sean Carter, said, uh, uh, still nigga. Still nigga. Um, uh, black so, nigga, Swedish nigga, uh, Denmarkian <laughs> nigga, still, still nigga. Ain't none of that changing, man. Ain't none of that changing. So it's um, Atlanta going to keep giving us that heat. Hopefully they chill a little bit on, you know, I, I don't know if, if I want to see um, the story of the black tech startup that gets their business taken away by Bill Gates next episode. I think I'm cool on that. You but sure you, you want to say that the, uh, the dispensary <laughs> episode that has nothing to do with anybody. But um, you know they gonna keep giving us that heat, man, and and it's it's hard not to appreciate um, Atlanta and, and where it stands in the the hierarchy of um, of great television shows. Um, you know it's Atlanta and oh let's not forget. Uh, quick shout out to Abbott Elementary, man. Uh, Kinta out here doing her motherfucking thing. And my nigga Chris, back from the dead. Yes, Um, yes. Salute to them. So, shout out to Man's Dem. Shout out to Atlanta, man. Um, Definitely been a good one. Speaking of Atlanta, though, um, our nigga, this is something I really wanted to talk about. Our nigga got in in a little trouble a couple weeks ago, man. Um, Our large-browed, large-foreheaded, weird-dressing-ass nigga. Got into a little trouble for one of his videos that he threw up, man. Uh, Juski was on the hot seat for a couple of days. Oh yes, I was gonna say which nigga said because uh we we niggas got a lot of niggas, um, <laughs> as Robert Sarver would say. But um, <laughs> yeah, my man, my man Drewski was uh 
in quite quite the conundrum yeah. on the timeline. Um, so I know we are Drewski fans, and we you know watch all his wait literally got notifications on for his videos. But how did you feel about the video itself and how it was interpreted? All right, yeah. Um, so by now you guys have, have have seen the video. If you haven't, it was um Drewski kind of par doing somewhat of a parody of the mm. the nigga who is kind of forcing the girls to kind of take a lot of shots and just, just kind of mm-hmm. overindulge in alcohol at the party and kind of just keep an eye on them. Charlie's trying to feed them shots and and, and drinks and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, so for me, I thought um much like the majority of kind of his videos, he was, he was kind of making fun of that, that type of character. Mm-hmm. Um, he was like, he's like, yeah, this is a, this is somebody we all know. This is somebody we've all seen kind of behave like this and kind of pointing the finger and saying, Hey, this is how that looks. Mm-hmm. Um, something we all can relate to. Um, and it necessarily wasn't taken that way by everybody who watched it. So how, how did you Not kind of, at all. Yeah, I you know, I, I think I, I had a similar take to you, again, as someone who is a fan of Drew Skin and has seen a million videos, because he's done a lot of ones like that. You know, he's done ones for, you know, pill-popping lean heads. He's done one for extra violent niggas. You know what I'm saying? He's done a lot of that shit. But this one was obviously the one with triggering content. You know, it's, it's you know, a lot of people have been taken advantage of and have been date-raped. So it's definitely a very sensitive subject but for me it's um it's kind of one of the things where especially now on social media discourse is great but it's something that's becoming harder it's becoming harder and harder to have good discourse especially on twitter which you know for a long time at least a few years ago was the app of discourse um so it's it's a situation where he's saying something he is saying something that matters and i don't think he was just getting a joke off of it i think it's one of the things where you can kind of say something that where there's meaning behind it but you put a joke behind it in order to get people in the door you get what i'm saying it's um i've been started watching that show minx on hbo have you seen any of that uh, I so I'm, I'm aware of, like the premise, but I haven't watched it. Okay, yeah, my my dog Nick Miller off New Girl. That's that's the payroll that I'm on. The other one, uh, shout out New Girl. Mm-hmm. Um, New Girl is fire though. I'm so serious, nigga. Uh, yeah, yeah, I, yeah I, I, I watched it. it. Sure, yeah. All right, okay, bitch ass nigga. But um, it's basically the premise of it is it's a a woman back in the '70s, I think, who's trying to start a feminist magazine, but she can't get no big male publishers to take on her project because who the fuck you know what i'm saying who what white cis hetero male in the 70s wants to make a feminist magazine so she ends up linking up with (laughs) so she ends up linking up with this dude who um he does porn magazines and he's intrigued by the concept but he's like hey in order to do this we got to put something behind it so we got to put like some dicks or something in here because (laughs) it's like you have to give entice people you know what I'm saying? You have to give them something with their medicine. And I feel mm-hmm. like that's what Drewski does a lot of the times. Like, you listen to Drewski talk, you know, and you don't have him, you don't hear him do a lot of serious interviews where he actually gets into stuff. I've only heard maybe a couple in my life. But there's a rhyme or reason behind everything that he does. You know what I'm saying? From 
stuff like this all the way down to like the Kyle Rogers shit. He's had a lot of life experiences with a lot of different types of people. And not to say Drewski not being no fucking freedom fighter. You know what I'm saying? He ain't no, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He not doing that. And yes, he is a comedian. And yes, he is trying to get laughs sometimes. But he he does it in a way in which you can sometimes interact and take a little bit more away from it. And I feel like that's exactly what this was. And there were a lot of people who didn't see it like that, man. There are a lot of people that saw it as him making light of, you know, something that's very sensitive and triggering or him glorifying or, you know, proliferating um, those weird, creepy ass niggas that are trying to get women overly drunk. Um, but I just I just didn't see it like that, man. Um, I, I, you know, and got to the point where he took it down. You know what I'm saying? He took the video down. Juski's never retracted a video before. Um, nope. And I I thought there was some type of iPad notes apology coming, which I think would have made more sense than for him to um, take the video down and not address it at all. You know what I'm saying? If even if he would have just said real quick, hey, you know, wasn't trying to do that. I was trying to, you know, kind of put a spotlight or put a microscope on a situation and you know, it didn't go the way I wanted to. So I apologize. But he just took it down and just didn't say shit after that. Just went back to making skits. So which uh, yeah. that's really the rule of kind of social media. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. in a couple of days, people are going to be enthralled with uh, something else completely. Um, yeah. True getting insane. Um, Next thing we got, we got the white girl rapping little baby and we're all, we're all amused. Oh God. Um, that's a, that's a whole nother um, debate for a different day. Um, cause that shit kind of, it didn't irritate me, but there definitely is a, you know, as somebody, um, very eloquently stated on IG, um, you know, there's a lot of shit that black women are get viewed as ghetto for, or out of pocket that white women get praised for, you know what I'm saying? A lot, a lot of bare minimum shit. Um, we'll even, uh, even kind of go a little step further, but not too much further because we're we're not woke today. We'll get woke, <laughs> woke, woke in our in our coming up episodes, but yeah, it's mm-hmm. just the kind of whites just doing one little black thing, and it's uh intriguing to us. Niggas hit niggas hit hit one nay nay, or hit, hit yeah. Hit, hit, hit uh, one time and, and, uh, okay, is this, is this, we ain't going down this is, step, is, is this is this a is this a veiled shot at uh, Cleveland Browns fans who oh, know, we, we 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 got behind. Baker. Honestly, honestly, didn't even think of that that, that bum ass nigga that y'all niggas love <laughs> up in up in the north. Nope, we got another bad man that we love now. Um, which that, that's, <laughs> that's 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 definitely a, 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 another debate for another day because mm-hmm. we've had a lot of we've had a lot of conversations about what you gonna say. Did you see the the the, the one the picture like the one of him and like the snow with the po- pointing the fingers up? No, uh, I, was like, I think the team put a picture. It was like him just, suddenly, mm. just holding like the two fingers up, like yeah, mm. welcome to the city or whatever. And then somebody photoshopped a uh, twenty-two fingers. Oh no! On there. Oh no! That's a that's a very that's that's a that's a difficult one. Um, I, th- that I will address yeah, at yeah, some point. Be- yeah, I go. I go. Because- I go. Put pressure on you today. We'll. Uh, yeah, we'll, yeah. We'll, we'll because again, we we <laughs> we are all about keeping keeping the same energy on this show and. You know, the I, I I'm not gonna sit here and 
you know, pump pump that man up. Oh no, pause. Bad choice oh, of words. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm not going. And, and I said I was gonna I was gonna put my hands down and force force you and rub you. <laughs> to, to, to give me an answer today, but uh, I ain't gonna do that. Um, you know, but it's it's uh it's it's definitely you know as a Cleveland Browns fan, it's definitely a very weird uh conflicting situation to be in. Um, so we'll we'll talk about that at some point. But um, it's time to talk about some music. We've been off for a while. You know what I'm saying? We've missed on a lot of music in the past couple months. So, Wes, what you been fucking? Let me see. Let me scroll back and see what uh. What I was listening to when we uh oh actually let let me leave with this um our man's is out here uh you know learning from you know former mentor Aubrey Graham and uh you know releasing songs with voicemails from his exes on there you know what I'm saying so now we have some time to sit on it how do you feel about gosh sit on it Jesus Christ oh boy uh oh man. Uh, I'm so sorry. Now we have some time to sit with it. How you feel about Dawn FM? It let's continue the trend. It's grown on me. Um, it, it me too for sure. A lot, a lot. No, it's definitely um. Off the first listen, I I liked it. Um, and I figured it'd be something that I would I would have to listen to a few more times to, to kind mm-hmm. of get it. And um, that's the case. And there was a period probably like two months ago, month ago, month, month, month or two ago, where it's like, I listened to it almost nonstop for like a week straight. Um, and it's to me, one of the weekend's better projects. Uh, you know, I agree with you. And that is, that is a far cry from how we was talking when it first came out. But I think, um, you know, you kind of got to get in the, you kind of got to get in the, the, the head space for it a little bit. And also, also got to mention that shit came out, what, the middle of winter? You know what I'm saying? And niggas won outside, niggas won, you know what I'm saying? It, it kind of, you know, the the setting, the environment makes a big difference for how you, you know, uh, ingest and how you um, digest the album. So it's, uh, he, he hit that shit on the head, man. And I'm not going to say, I, like, I don't need, I definitely don't need another 80s disco inspired album from him uh i need him to get back in his dark ass bag um sometime soon but for as much as i enjoyed after hours and i really did enjoy after hours i thought that was his best blend of all his different personalities don fm may be better it may be better oh no i definitely think don fm is better than better than after hours um Uh, i loved after hours big fan of after hours but um yeah he just he captured that essence, man, and, you know, a lot of people, you know, I, I think it's kind of a wave to kind of go back and try to recreate sounds from different eras. Uh, your boy, Tory Lanez, um, doing the same thing. Um, you know, um, shit. Silk Sonic, obviously. Um, and a, a lot of other artists going back and, and, and trying to, you know, hit and theme themselves after a certain time. But I think the weekend, other than Silk Sonics, which obviously, you know, them niggas are cocaine at this point. Um, I think the weekend kind of encapsulated the best. It just felt it felt it felt like him. It felt like that nigga really feels like he's Eddie Murphy in 84. And who's to say he's not? 
Uh, so I haven't seen I haven't seen eighty forty Murphy and Annabelle in the same place. So <laughs> it could be. No, nah, it's um, it's definitely. Um, if you know me, you know I'm a suck for that eighty shit. Um, yeah. So yeah, this was not a great representation yep. of a that, capture of of weekend that, version that, of that. That Schoolie D, that Cool G rap. Yeah, nigga. Grandmaster, <laughs> Grandmaster Flash, and all them saying, <laughs> I am cool. Yep, nah, Grandmaster Flash and Grandmaster David Duke. Yep, <laughs> you got it. Yeah, <laughs> 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 I was giving me a spit a little little David Duke freestyle, but that, that would not be appropriate at this time. Uh, I, don't, I don't think you want that on wax for forever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna delete this episode. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so that was uh, something that uh, was just growing on me. I'm just looking through my. Uh, my music real quick. Um, um uh, uh, that boy, that boy Benny, man, he came with one, man. Ten to talk mm-hmm. four, lived up to mm-hmm. the hype for sure, for sure. Uh, where, where do you rank? And I know you're not a uh hip hop, hip hop rapping ass nigga. You're not really into bars like that. Um, but where would you rank Benny amongst like best lyricists right now? And we obviously we don't count Jay Electronica. Oh, are we counting J Alec Yamakas? Or uh <laughs> <laughs> Nah, but Benny is for sure. Um I well if you want to talk lyricism, mm-hmm. I don't know if he's like up with the top top lyricists, because as far as lyrics, he's not going crazy and he raps really almost the same thing every time. But as far as kind of making good don't music, we like that? good song, I was gonna say. Um, as far as kind of make if good music and good songs, Benny knows his mm-hmm. lane. Benny sticks his lane and he does it very, very well. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I've put him more so a, a better artist than lyricist, if that makes some sense. That's fair. That's fair. Um, I think he does it. Um, step boy, Steph, something else. I, I think yes, he is. Um, I, I, I think Benny does it in a way that. Um, a lot of people can't right now, and that is he's a he's a gap bridger. Um, it's very hard, I think, right now to be someone who captures the imagination and the attention of both older generations and younger generations. And I'm not saying like it's like, you know, 16, 17 year old TikTok niggas is fucking with, you know, Benny the Butcher, super tough, but he's relevant in both in both sides you get what i'm saying and during a time where there's not a lot of people who, who are who are doing that so um definitely got to give uh ben wardo a little bit of credit um or a lot of credit um he been he been you know going hard for a minute now um yeah we didn't miss a lot of shit i don't even know if we've discussed we might discuss cm10 free game you feel me um, um I, don't, I don't i don't think so i don't was- you know, CM CM ten free game, which is the best uh cocaine music mixtape since the best CM seven, if you ask me. Oh, um, for sure. That's uh Gotti gave us Gotti gave us a lot, lot a lot of good work as he's known to do. Um Gotti Gotti really uh, well, I was about to say Gotti don't miss, but uh, that's not I don't know. Um poor choice of words. Um Oh I, man. You know, uh, but he got, we talk a lot, I think a lot on here about consistency, you know, like who are the most consistent rappers, um, right there with, with Rose, you know, a nigga who has been really good for a long time. Again, you talk about being relevant across different eras, different generations, you know what I'm saying? Like Gotti, 
I first remember seeing Gotti in like 06. You know what I'm saying? Like, and he's still out here. He's built one of the stronger labels in the game right now, for sure. And um, he ain't slowing down whatsoever. None. Not at all. No, he's a, like you said, he's one of the most consistent artists when he, when he does choose to drop. Um, and that's a testament to kind of his longevity and it, and mm-hmm. see him still prospering on the rap side. Um, yeah, too. Uh, let's see who else. Your boy Change dropped. I have not really revisited that much. Um, uh, it, it, it's not that it's not good because I, I do enjoy Dope Don't Sell Itself. But again, when it's so much music out, I'm, I ain't going to cap and act like I, you know, listen to that shit regularly because I don't. Um, That's a fact. But Change is still Change. We, we will never say anything poor about yeah. Tall Heat Apps on this podcast. I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't besmirch the name of, of Change. He's given us too much. Um, mm hmm. Crit dropped a pretty pretty decent project. A little 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 slow for the boy, but uh, I enjoy Crit's project. Um, Crit again, as we mentioned, one of the most underrated uh, ever, really. Another another guy who's been consistent for pushing a decade now. Um, Dirk dropped Dirk, Dirk dropped a, a pretty solid album. I haven't haven't revisited it since the first listen. It just I think for Dirk. Starting to get for me uh, oversaturation point. Um, you know, Dirk is I think one of those rappers who, while very talented, um, and you know one of the one of the bigger artists out right now. I think he understands that he needs to get it while he's here. You know what I'm saying? And I don't mean that in a you go slide for Vaughn <laughs> type way. Nice, I mean nice. that More, morbid more over here. Yeah, yes, I guess so. I mean that in a this, at some point, the sound is going to change. At some point, what people like is going to change. Just like when Dirk came out, people really liked Dirk, you know, initially, 2012, 2013. And then the sound changed, and Dirk, he was there. You know what I'm saying? But he wasn't really thriving until a couple, a, a few years ago, uh, where he kind of burst back onto the scene and kind of took his spot in the upper echelon. So I think... He understands that, hey, I'm about to get all the money I can while I am the voice. You get what I'm saying? Because um, he ain't going to be the voice for forever. And I can I can respect somebody who, you know, is going to get everything they can and squeeze out every little penny while they can um, instead of just assuming that he's going to be hot for forever. You feel me? Mm-hmm. That, that makes some sense. Um, mm-hmm. I'm probably only, I'm only I ain't been doing a ton of of listening to music recently. Um, what the fuck you been doing? What's the podcast? I'm sorry, I told you I'm running back Bodega Boys from the front from the tin op. Um, um, yeah, that's fine. So the, we're never gonna get another one again. So that's yeah, cool. yeah, free to guys for real. Uh, <laughs> I'm locked up. But now, last three projects I've been fucking with kind of heavy. Um, mm-hmm. it's been the 42 Doug ESTG. You know, yes, that says West of West project written all over it. Of course. Um, the full court press, the uh, Wiz Smoke yeah. Dizzle, Crit. Wiz Crit Dizzle, talk. yeah. And Girl um, Talk, I'm sorry. We did the erasure of Girl Talk. Y'all, y'all just destroying <laughs> Girl Talk. It's like, it's, it's very ugly, and, I, I, and I, I'm embarrassed to be friends with you guys. Um, and then lastly, I just uh, saw my man drop this past week, uh, my man Blast. Drop some oh. shit, and um, I enjoy some. Didn't bl- even know. 
all his music, all his songs sound the same, but it's <laughs> it's in the vein of they're all <laughs> the, the, the lane that he is kind of stuck in is a great yeah. lane for him. So mm-hmm. I for the music. Um, <laughs> that's, that's step something else. But um, yeah. So th- that's kind of what I've been bumping recently. Mm-hmm. Um, but like you said uh, off the top of the episode, we are uh, a mere twenty. Four and eight minute out and eight minutes from away from um the return the of return. the eighties. Yeah, man, time to get in formation. Um, mm-hmm. I've never liked so, you all. Just the title. Have you seen the track oh, list? Yeah. Uh, yes, and, and the one obviously that stuck out to me. I'm on one featuring Drake. Are we gonna get an I'm on one sample? Oh boy. <laughs> maybe <laughs> maybe it's just <laughs> it's just Drake's verse from from the original I'm on one. <laughs> Um, too high to remember they Drake did that shit. Yeah, I, I'm uh, I'm I'm very excited about that shit. Um, because I am I love when songs get sampled maybe a couple years before they should. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I love when some shit that's only like four years old is getting the sample treatment. Um, so it's I'm on one was generational. Uh, so if they flip that shit in any way. You know what I'm saying? In the same way, um, did you hear the uh the the Tyler and ASAP Rocky track where they sampled um Slim Thug? Did you hear that? No, sir. Oh, you ain't heard that? Off 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 Tyler's joint. Um, it was off the uh the Nego shit. Oh, off the Nego joint. No, I only listened mm-hmm. to the, the, the which was song. Off, which off which was really Friday. good. Um, shout out to Nego who I did not know existed. <laughs> these like producer niggas be just producing for years and years and years and just decide they want to make albums after that. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, no, kind of, kind of bringing back, um, you know, kind of legendary records. Um, it sampled, uh, it sampled three Kings. Um, well, we don't, mm, T.I. was on there, wasn't he? That's y'all, man. Yeah. Y'all been, y'all been, oh, fans. Um, it sampled Three Kings and uh, Like a Boss, so from uh, Slim, Slim, Slim Thugger. So, um, yeah, man, it's uh, it's it's I, I, I'm a huge fan of that. So, hopefully, 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 um, we'll get a little I'm on one action, even though I'm on one has already been repurposed in the best possible package that it can. Um, uh, there's, there's no beating trust issues. I'm sorry, there's no beating Justin Bieber's trust issues. You talk about the Beebs, man. I, I need him to, to get back in his bag too. Get back his um, belly back. Yeah, yeah, he's there. He's there. You know, but it's it's uh, I don't know. He he seemed to be missing a little sauce since he got married. We need a uh, we need to break a little twist out of prison. Oh, he needs a we need twist. He needs to he needs to be back with the Migos. I ain't seen no pictures mm. of no Hennessy with him. Nah, but, uh, man. As far as the future checklist, just real quick, I said uh, mm. I'm looking to look forward to that that Drake and Thames record because uh, yeah, Thames don't miss. Uh, and, Tim's is outstanding. Yeah, Drake, Drake, uh, don't miss. Um, and so, uh, Drake, uh, Drake and, and sure. Tim's not missing together. And and Future, who uh, has a probably the best shoot percentage of all of them, he do. And imagine that song not not being a, a classic. Yeah, man. I mean, sitting here looking. Uh, yeah, we got Drake and Tim's. Um, we got and uh, you can keep Kanye shit. We got uh, Gunna and Tugger Tugger. 
Mm-hmm. On one, um, we got Chickens featuring ESTG, which sounds like a classic. Mm-hmm. Rihanna, um, Rihanna Dada himself. Yeah, so I mean, it's uh, I, I'm and most importantly, it's only sixteen songs. Which you know, if I've ever had a criticism of Future before, it was too much quantity, not enough quality control. So I think sixteen song Future is right around where he should be for an album. Yeah, um, I think the last one was around around or well, before all the. <laughs> no, high off life. Then. No, that was that had way more than that. I thought. Yeah, well, well considering he threw all the singles on at, at that very end. Yes, got to get slick, the streams, that, my boy. Slick streaming dogs. <laughs> future. Um, but uh, yeah, no, it's 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 always it's a toxic holiday. You know what I'm saying? It's um, you know the the, the boys, the city boys are back outside, so um, you gotta have gotta have your anthem for that for sure. Um, yes, yes, King. So shout out to Patriot State Future. Um, what I've been listening to, um, obviously, it's almost dry. Um, King Push. Definitely been fucking with that. That Dreamville, the Gangsta Grills mixtape, fire, 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 fire. Um, really, Dreamville has really kind of put themselves at the top of the game. Cause to be honest, I never had any faith <laughs> in that label to become what it's become so far. Um, you know, you look at a roster, it's kind of, Cole is, is, he brawning it a little bit right now. Um, you know, that nigga's, that nigga's carrying, um, Earth Gang. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He, mm-hmm. he, 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 he carrying Earth Gang. He carrying, a uh, Boss. And he putting up championship <laughs> numbers with them. Um, so, uh, Cole right now, to me, crazy, crazy to say. Um, I think Cole's the best rapper alive. I do. Uh, uh, sure. I can. Uh, uh, I can. I can see. I can see why you would say that. I. Mm, yeah, I guess. I guess. Mm, mm, sure. Uh, I fun. mean, okay. For for somebody who's been you know yelling Kendrick's praises for the last ten years, Kendrick took too much time off, nigga. You know, it's it's it's, it's Kyrie shit. You know what I'm saying? You can't take all that time off and then just come back and reassume. Yo, number one position without releasing no music. Now, Kendrick dropping in a couple weeks. That new album may put him back on top, but Cole has been someone who, you know, we talked about kind of being turned off and disillusioned by J. Cole stands by mm, first thing to go platinum without no features, you know, ass niggas. And um he didn't he didn't kind of turn shit on his head the last few years. All of his features, the types of songs that he's doing, kinda spreading and branching himself out a little bit more that light-skinned niggas on top man so um yeah gotta give him his peace also um our brother the good the good boy francis fall um b sims you know dropped dropped some shit uh, a couple months ago man if it ended like this and you know again you know i know everybody be um oh shit shit ended up playing um he dropped some shit, man. And uh, you know, I know everybody, you know, can't be looking at shit, be like, oh, you just hyping your nigga up, blah, 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 blah. Listen, man. Sims and I and JR and I became friends. You know, I didn't know Sims. You know what I'm saying? He he um came through, one of our homies came through, brought him through the realest back one day. And uh been homies, been close homies ever since. This nigga won us over friendship wise based off of his rapping ability. You know what I'm saying? You ever heard a nigga freestyle so good? You be like, you know what? I like this nigga. We should be friends. 
So um, whenever I sing his praises, I, I sing his praises from the most honest, um, you know, from the most honest place. And I think that this is probably um, th- th- this is the best music that he's ever put out um, coming from the best, most mature place um, that he's been in as an artist. So um, if it ended like this available everywhere, go ahead, stream that shit. Um, but yeah, nigga. Glad to hear he's he's what? Out. Say, say salute to Sims, man. Glad to hear he's out here putting out good music for the people, for the people, man. Of course, niggas need it. But um, getting down to the end of our show, you know what I'm saying? We uh, we right here as we hit midnight. Um, L's of the week. What you got? I don't even know if I have an L. We've been so yeah, long. Niggas. I forgot how this project worked. <laughs> um, get yours, and if I can come up with one, then I then, then I will. If not, fuck it. Um, so my L of the week, um, goes to Doc Rivers. Um, I know, (laughs) I know, but he deserves it. Um, so, well, actually it's two prong. There's a couple, um, Doc Rivers for one, uh, because (sighs) this nigga is a poor excuse for a nigga. I I'm 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 gonna I'm put it like that. Um, it took it back. Nah, man, Damn. it's it's you know for me, bro. Like I've always thought that he was the most overrated coach of all time. You know that's that's that goes without being saying. But I've never seen a coach, is supposed especially a supposedly good coach, throw his players under the bus to save himself in the way that he does. Um, he's done it consistently. It's been more noticeable recently because of obviously Ben Simmons situations and James Harden situations and having these kind of enigmatic polarizing players um, and uh, because of the circulation of social media. But he's been doing this since Orlando. He's been doing this since Orlando. That nigga won 42 games with Orlando and won coach of the year, and he ain't let us off since. He ain't stopped talking about it since. And it's never his fault. It's the referees. It's the effort of his players. It's an individual player that he decides to single out for that game. It's whatever and anywhere and anybody that he can get his hands on to take any pressure off of himself. He is someone who comes off as extremely insecure, someone who cannot who cannot relish in his failure. He cannot, he's not comfortable with admitting his role in things. He's not comfortable in saying, yeah, my sets wasn't good. My rotations were bad. I, you know, we didn't come with this. We didn't come with that. There always has to be something. He has to, he's some, he cra- very crabs in a barrel. He has to throw somebody under the bus to make him feel good about himself. You know what I'm saying? And that's, again, that's not somebody you can win with. And that is why, Doc Rivers has never has never won anything outside of that big three team, which who carried him to a championship. That is why he can't get past, you know, conference finals, conference semifinals, whatever on any other team, because he's not a leader of men. He's not somebody who you leave a team having the utmost respect for. I'm sure there are people who like him and people who respect him, but you can't win with that. That's what my nigga Mike Singletary said. And he was a bad coach. You know what I'm saying? 
So, I mean, so as you look at a Philly team who's struggling, who will probably, all honesty, end up putting this series away tomorrow, um, you, as somebody you, you end up rooting against, and as much as people don't like Ben Simmons now, that Ben Simmons wanting to get out of Philly after having a nigga like that talk badly about him, you know, after playoff games, you, you I don't blame him. You know what I'm saying? So, Doc Rivers... You can suck a bag of dicks. Fuck you. Um, oh, oh my. Yeah, yeah. So um, he, he he's the next nigga I want smoke with on this podcast. But um, my second L um, is more of a collective L. And it once again comes out of a situation that we've talked about a million times, and I keep trying not to rehash it, um, but it does need to be spoken on. It is the Meg and Tory situation. It is all of the rabid, rabid supporters of Tory Lanez. And for me right now, it's playing out in court, right? So I have been very, very, I'm very much so believe the abuser. I mean, I, I mean, believe the abused, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> or, 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 or at the very least, hear them out you know because a lot of times the majority of the time 97 percent of the time in, in in situations of abuse that person's telling the truth you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. people are not just out here lying for any reason you know when it comes to meg and tori um for meg there's been a lot of people saying a lot of ignorant shit obviously all throughout this situation which goes back to 2020 now we're going on two years of this situation and it was it at some point it came down to oh shit well look at that another black man getting torn down getting lied upon they did the same thing to bill cosby blah 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 first of all fuck bill cosby i'm saying that shit again all right <laughs> secondly <laughs> another, black, another black man down like they tore apart the last guilty black man huh? <laughs> um so for me it's like all right man you know, tearing them down like, oh, Meg's lying. Meg's trying to ruin his career. Let's let let's get let's get something hundred percent straight. Megan Thee Stallion is a bigger artist, a more popular artist, has more money than Tory Lanez does. So why would she lie just to lie? You get what I'm saying? Why bring him down? You can't tear down somebody who's already below you. That, that's my biggest thing about. Literally anything, any type of conspiracy theory, any type of thing is just my main thing is why? <laughs> Ask why? yourself why? 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 And, and and we can get into the details, the specifics of the case all we want. I mean, we've talked about it before. Um, so I, I don't want to spend a million, you know, uh minutes on you know, oh who's telling the truth, who's lying, who's blah blah blah. It's playing out in court and it will continue to play out in court. But yeah. it's like, all right, man, like you know, Meg, first of all, I, I also think it's very important to, to mention, Meg didn't say anything about this for a long time, okay? So, for again, for the conspiracy theorists, she didn't come out and say anything until Tory started talking shit and sending shots himself publicly on social media. And she said, yep. I was trying to protect somebody who I didn't need to protect. I had no reason to protect him other than the fact that we were friends. And... I kept his name out of it. I didn't say nothing, not a thing. Didn't cooperate with no investigation. Didn't do anything until Tory started speaking down on me. 
And I decided after that, okay, well, I'm not going to protect somebody who clearly don't care about me. All right? That's two. Three, man, it's not even about Meg and Tori. You know what I'm saying? Because you sit here and you look at you look at the, the Johnny Depp-Amber Heard situation, which is extremely unfortunate. And it looks like, you know, Johnny Depp got his career and his life torn to shreds because of something that has proven to be lies against him. And he was the abused one. But there are a lot of toxic niggas that are celebrating the the Johnny Depp Amber Heard situation, and they are going to use that to justify every situation of abuse going forward. Oh well, remember when blah 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 lied on blah blah blah? You feel me? Um, mm-hmm. <coughs> shit. All right, hold on, real quick. Gosh, got me uh, got me Jada kissing myself. Um. <coughs> All right, I'm good. Um, but there are a lot of people who are who are going to use that case just like they've used any case in the past to try and justify or discredit the voices of particularly black women. And the only thing that I ever ask or I ever try to appeal to anybody is, ain't nobody asking you to take sides. You know what I'm saying? But let the shit play out. Niggas come out immediately, immediately. Oh, she lying. Oh, I don't believe her. Oh, those are fake tears. Oh, she blah, blah, blah. Oh, whatever. And again, and, and and we'll take that and carry it and drag it out and drag it out and drag it out and drag it out as much as they possibly can. And it's for me is why do you hate black women so much? Or why are you so eager to silence their voices? You feel me? And then you get mad when black women scream that we are not protected. You get mad when black women scream that niggas ain't shit. This is why, this is why, this is literal abuse or situations of abuse. And once again, we will eventually, we will find out whatever the 100% truth was or close to it, as close as we can get to it in this situation. But why would you ever look at that woman, that talented black woman, somebody who don't like to do nothing but make music and shake her ass? For our entertainment <laughs> and saying. say and say, you know what? No, that's a lying bitch. Niggas, niggas trying to trying to trying to smite the hand, smite the ass that shakes in front of them. Um, but yeah, that's my thing too, is like uh we don't know what happened. Um no. we only have speculation and, and it's Ooh. reckless to reckless. go ahead and try to just place even more speculation and assume what happened and, and then to, to do so with your chest out his chest out media is oh is, oh, 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 oh i i know tory ain't do it. i know he ain't do it oh you do it's weird then you spoke on like how how uh, the, the uh, johnny depp amber her situation and it's mm. people just love to find kind of the the one situation that the one situation it's their narrative and mm-hmm. they, they choose to run with that and, and lean back on that so that's going to be like you said something that we're going to deal with for a while mm-hmm. when, when it's not it's, it's you said more often than not it's not the case but, but there's no it, it, what it doesn't make any sense to me for for for, for make to be making this shit up just why? just us and i've heard all types of shit you know i've heard her oh well she got the she got the you know the the rock nation legal team behind her and, and it's it's very it's more you know it's easier for her to place that blame on Tori and blah, 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 blah. Why would she need to place blame on anybody? You know what I'm saying? Like she was willing 
it, it seemed like for a while to just walk away from the situation and walk away from the trauma. She didn't press no charges. That was filed by the sheriff's office. She didn't go out of her way and call up Crime Stoppers like T.I. or Gunna. You know what I'm saying? Like T.I. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's like, come on, man. And, and, and you know, for me, it's, you know, again, just like with the Drewski video and, you know, the the dude, creepy dude trying to get women, you know, overly drunk and take advantage of them. Y'all are friends with these niggas. You know what I'm saying? Y'all are friends with these niggas. You don't hold these motherfuckers accountable when they say and do this stupid shit and then this shit gets spread and gets disseminated throughout the masses and throughout the world. And then you want to sit up here when and say when people don't fuck with you or people don't defend you or people don't take your bullshit, then you want to say bitches ain't shit. Nah, not quite, nigga. Maybe it's that it's less that bitches ain't shit or and it's more of women are tired of putting up with and quote unquote loving and going to bat for people that don't go to bat for them. Yeah, this is honestly as simple as that. And um, yeah, well, so so we will find out the resolution in this case, and it's going to be mm-hmm. very interesting to see uh, how <laughs> how people are talk about talk about it moving forward. Absolutely. But well, I guess that's yeah. all I got. Nigga. Just, uh, did you come up with one? Yeah, yeah. I just remember something. Um, mm-hmm. A little more lighthearted. Yes. My other week goes to your dumbass Cleveland Guardians. These niggas oh, came man. into the Bronx, you know what I'm talking about, said, uh, oh, my God, let's go win some games against the Yankees. And them niggas didn't do a goddamn thing except get rained down on. By Coors Lights, animals. Miller those Lights, fucking, those fucking gorillas, <laughs> uh, <laughs> butt heavies, all types uh, of beer on their blood oh, butt heavy. Uh, <laughs> uh, listen, y'all are some fucking animals and degenerates. Nickelodeon um, Ultra. <laughs> The same motherfuckers that shop at Stu Leonard's. You know what I'm saying? It's y'all niggas. <laughs> they give baseball a bad name. We are, There are only seven black baseball fans left. And I think we might have lost one after that shit show. That terrible display. I just got five words for anybody who got shit. Anything to say about, about, about my Yankees and our fans being the worst fan base in baseball. The Bronx Zoo is back. So uh, prepare man. yourself if you're an opposing player. Um... You can expect beer. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna post on the fan, uh, on the fan sites that we need to include batteries, um, <laughs> any types of household items we could throw at uh, opposing players. Um, we, we, I, I would have, I don't want to say any N word. I don't want us calling us any, any, any Spanish. Oh, words. see, oh, oh, that's where you want to draw the line. Where, yeah. where I know, I know, they, I know they was calling our sweet boy Stephen Kwan all types of shit. Oh boy, I, I can only imagine <laughs> what, what my dog was see, hearing. Quan is the nicest nigga ever of all time, man. This fucked up. Yeah, hey, he shouldn't uh, shouldn't be Asian playing baseball. That's on him. Oh, man. Um, <laughs> quote Stephen A. Twenty twenty one. The nerd to be the nerd to be Asian and play baseball. <laughs> Whose fault is that? But um, yeah. So uh, and and we are. I think we're we were tied for first place in in, in the division. But right now, you know, what I'm saying we got a whole bunch of pitching, yeah. uh, somewhat hitting. Uh, Joey Gallo is, is 
is starting to come around. He, he's going one for four nowadays. So his whole bit's yeah. going to be Yankee summer. You know what I'm saying? I'll keep you guys updated on the champion on the road to 28 as the um, podcast goes throughout the summer. Been on the road um, to 28 for a while. I only made a couple pit stops, huh? Which on the road to, nigga? But All right, then. Three. Um, <laughs> and we ain't even really on the road to that shit. We somewhere pissing <laughs> on the side of the road. So. Yeah, 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 yeah. I just gave a whole bunch of money to P.O. We'll see how that works out. Um, P.O.'s a man. Yeah, he's pretty, he's pretty good. Um, so, yeah, my other week goes to Cleveland Guardians for uh, getting getting uh, beer and uh, pussy signs and loser signs yeah. thrown at him. Yeah, weekend. it wasn't fun. And, and like we came back like the next day and lost like ten nothing after that mm-hmm. too. So it was like, yeah, you know what? We uh, let's pack it up. I fucking fucking hate the Guardians. Um, but damn, we kind of between you know bad man shit for the Browns and Guardians shit and the and the Cavs somehow missing the fucking playoffs with a historic second half collapse. It was down kind of bad. Uh, but we still got the Paul brothers. <laughs> that's a fact uh raking up money live from the suicide forest um paul's got ohio on their back just like uh <laughs> is jake paul the prince of the o-town oh man i think so how about that i never I never so. thought i saw the day when the guard would change but here we are mm. goodbye shad <laughs> <laughs> hello logan oh man but uh that's uh and that's about all we got, you know, for this this big comeback episode. Thank you, y'all, uh, for tuning in, for, for sitting through it with us. Um, you know, for again, mentioned earlier, uh, we about we about four years into this pod now, roughly. Yep. Um, I think oh, this yeah. month. So um, oh, if anybody yeah. months ago, brother. I thought dropped, it was I thought it was April. To March, I believe. Oh, okay. Well, either, either way. Um see, you know, obviously birthday gifts if you want to. Uh our our Twitter yeah. is is the show name. Um, we yeah. Instagram, Instagram is the show name. You know, send us send us uh, nudes, send us cash apps. Uh, yeah, anything. the 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 beware the L's only fans. You know, we getting we getting all the all the legal ready for that shit. Um, you know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, I I I have no reason not to participate now. So here we go. Um, <laughs> but um, yeah, it's uh obviously it's fun. You know, uh, obviously. We appreciate y'all. Obviously, it is therapeutic for us and hopefully therapeutic for y'all as listeners. But um, if we haven't said it, you know, a million times before, um, man, appreciate every second of life. Appreciate every second of the people around you. You know, we sit here and we record this podcast and, you know, we put our time into it and and X, Y, Z. But, you know, it's also it's not just making a podcast. It's not just you know, trying to trying to make a little bread or put some information out there or whatever. It's also, you know, a situation where two niggas who have known each other for a long fucking time um, can continue to get together and keep pushing that friendship for it, keep pushing that bond for it, man. And I, I know, like, motherfuckers love acting like every relationship and every friendship is disposable. Guess what? It's not. It's not. Don't let Don't let Twitter fool you into thinking that everything and everybody is replaceable. Cause it's not, you know what I'm saying? Even people that you fall out with, Hey, maybe they did you wrong. That still don't mean they are replaceable. You know, that means you got to go build something else. You know what I'm saying? Um, but overall, um, we really do appreciate y'all. We appreciate life. We appreciate, we appreciate being here. 
Um, so, you know, if y'all don't take nothing else away from Beware the L's, from your big brothers, from the Wayne Wonder Twins taking the shape of a can of uh, Sean King's Murray's hair cream, um, take away the fact that, you know, we are all here for however much time that we here. Um, for others, it's a long time. For others, it's a good time. But you only get one motherfucking life. So please, please go live that shit and take your peoples with you. Don't matter where you go. Don't matter what you do. No matter how much money you got in your pocket, take your peoples with you. Well stated, my brother. You know what I'm saying? Like we uh we do we appreciate y'all, man, for rocking with us for for, for so long. Um sticking with us through the breaks, um, the hiatuses we take. And we uh glad you guys are still here. Um like like Marcus said, we don't do it just for, for you guys, we do it for ourselves too. Um, this is real cathartic for us to just get up here and talk our shit. Um, something we would be doing with without a podcast. Um, yeah, man. Let you guys uh, tap into kind of some of our conversations that we have is is super dope. And um, hopefully y'all keep fucking with us because we're gonna keep uh, giving you this content like we do, like we have been doing. You know what I'm saying? We are forever. We uh a lot of you guys are, are unlikable, and so we're probably the most uh long distance or not long distance most uh what was what I'm trying to say. We're the most consistent relationship you have in, in some of your lives. We're with yeah, you for, true. For four, wow. Four years. Yeah. So, um, yeah, for a long time, man. Yeah, that's uh yeah, I, I think that's that's longer than anything either one of us has had uh can long term consistently. So yeah. Um you know, we are here to be toxic together. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um and so for everybody, man, for all of our peoples, you know, for Corey, that motherfucking heathen. Um, for for Adrian, for fucking Juban, shout out to Juban. Um, for you know, for Sims, for Jr., for you know, whole gang oh, that yeah. way. Plug uh, f- go fuck with the uh, Dirty Dirty Talks podcast if you get a chance. Yeah, the Dirty Talks pod. Yeah, man. Uh, listen, the human vibrator has fully evolved into a sex magnet. Um. <laughs> Sex symbol, man. This man is a it, it, man. man no, nah, he really, it, he really do look like sex, man. Jr. is a Jr. really doing his thing, man. The Dirty Talks Pie is 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 really filling a, a space uh, that niggas needed in the podcast world. So fuck with our boy for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, uh, to fuck with Dirty James, to Mia, to Cran, to you know everybody, everybody that 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 we love, everybody that loves us. Uh, shout out to my homie Claude, um, and to. Our nigga Phil, man, who looking down on us. Uh, signing out. You wear the L's. Last thing to say, man. As our brother would say, y'all dumb as hell. Yuck, yuck, yuck. Y'all dumb as hell, man. Till it's happening with us, we're going to fuck with y'all, man. Love y'all.